Hey! This week, uh, Mel and I keep Anthology April going with Cat's Eye, Stephen King's Cat's Eye from 1985. You remember that movie, right? With the cat and Drew Barrymore and uh, James Woods is in it. Uh, very uncharacteristic James Woods role, too. We discussed that a little bit. Um, but yeah, we talk about it. We have a great time talking about it. Um, and uh, it's a good movie. I don't really have anything else to say about that portion of the episode. But I do have something to say about another portion of the episode, the portion where we talk about movies we watched. I would like to tell you up front here what movies we watched this week and talked about this week. Mel watched no one... <laughs> Why am I doing it like this? I don't know. Uh, Mel watched No One Gets Out Alive. I wrote No One Gets Out of Alive. No One Gets Out Alive from 2021 on Netflix. She talks about that a little bit. And she talks about 2009's Triangle. Actually, we both kind of talk about it because I've seen that movie. Um, and then I know Mel talked about it like uh, it was last episode? Episode? Two episodes ago? I don't remember. Uh, but she already talked about it. I watched it and uh, now I want to talk about it too. Uh, but I talk about uh, this year's Fresh on Hulu with Sebastian Stan. Uh, and it's really great. I just had to talk about it too. Um, and I also talk about Dead Time Stories from 1988, which is a, another anthology movie from the 80s. Um, and yeah, I kind of dug that one too. It wasn't great. Wait, did I? I don't remember what I say on the episode. I think it came and I kind of gave it a light review. But anyway, who cares? You can hear about it on the episode. Enough of this. Uh, this is Forsaken Cinema. Oh, I'm sorry. Disclaimer. Right up front. This is a long-ass episode. And there are lots of lots of interruptions in this episode and lots of uh side tractions as mel calls them um this is kind of a spazzy episode so you've been warned um but it is tons and tons of fun we had uh, a lot of fun doing it and a super fun episode and we hope you guys think so too this is forsaken cinema episode 89 Of moms, your mom lets your dog, her dogs drink beer. She doesn't let them. It's if we come over and like you hold your beer too low, aka okay, Mike, you're just chilling. And the, the dog, dog comes up and starts it. licking it, knocks it over. Have the dogs it. ever gotten drunk? And not in my presence, but yeah, I'm imagining. <laughs> you said that as if like they wouldn't dare get <laughs> drunk in not my when presence. I'm around. Not in my presence. No, but they like <laughs> the one who's always drinking is like this big-headed, dopey, like pit bull. He's so dumb. He's so cute, so sweet, but dumb as hell. Like okay. a bag of rocks. So dumb as a bag of rocks. So I can't imagine. You heard it here first, folks. Hello and welcome to <laughs> our show. I am your host, Chuck. And I, your bulb, <laughs> and I wow. am your heart co-host. Solid, solid Mel. intro. Solid, Mel. solid. All that's all. This is still solid. I don't know what I'm doing. Solid. Uh, this is the weekly horror movie podcast in which Mel and I discuss our favorite and not so favorite horror movies, determined by a monthly theme. And we are in the thick of. <laughs> the thick. <laughs> we are in the thick of anthology April. Anthology. Yes, we're uh, we're jamming through some anthology movies. <laughs> we're jamming. We gotten through one. We did Trilogy of Terror this week. We are doing uh, Cat's Eye. Cat's Eye, one of my favorite anthology movies. I, 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 I like it a lot. Uh, a spoiler, you. though, most of the reason I like it is nostalgia. Um, That's fair. But, yeah. I'll, I'll rate the movie with my head and not my heart. Don't worry. What about <laughs> with your other head? With my little head? <laughs> with my little big head? Ew. Right. Just your little, little head. All right. That's enough. 
It's not, <laughs> it's not that kind of show. Is it? <laughs> is it? Is it? Has this become that kind of show? No, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. But uh, think so. there was that uh, that it episode. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um. So now that that's all out of the way, we did do that. We went through. We got it. We're we're in the thick of this episode. We are jamming. We are jamming in the thick of this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> Enough of it. So fucking stupid. Yeah. What did you watch this week? What's going on? All right. On? Not a lot, actually. And then I took these notes for one of these movies like three uh, weeks ago. Like a and month I don't ago. even know. <laughs> so I'm going to read it and then be like, oh, I don't remember writing this. Why did I write this? this so anyways, <laughs> we'll start with, I watched two things. Well, I'll talk about some things. Let's talk about things. Let's talk about some things. All right. So I did watch 2021's Netflix, No One Gets Out Alive. Okay. Which is based on a novel by Adam Neville, who also wrote The Ritual. All right. It's not based on the Green Day song from Dookie. Unfortunately, no. No one here is getting out alive. No one likes this. You gotta stop. <laughs> they like it when I sing. Oh right, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah. We get letters. Yeah. That just that just say Chuck, please stop singing. Mel, Mel you sing. can Mel sing all you want. Yes, and it's written like magazine cutout. Words. Yeah, yeah. Letters yeah. in the mail. I've got like, them. Like or you will die. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So this is based on a novel. Wait, by say the name again. <laughs> It's one of those episodes, folks. <laughs> it's No One Gets Out Alive. No One Gets Out Alive. It's Go. a Netflix movie. Go. Oh my God, why are you so loud? Go. Hello, 911. 54321. Go. Please, if you're listening to this, help me. <laughs> um, it's about an immigrant. Why are you doing that with your thumb? Because my. Uh, We're not on video. My headphones keep no, hitting. No, this. no, no. That was a joke. Oh. You know the. You know the oh you know? <laughs> yeah okay i was like what are you talking about i really thought you were asking me about this i was like this is a podcast no one can see you doing that like cord keeps hitting the microphone and it's making a weird noise and all right it's no driving one cares crazy, so. we're driving everyone crazy by not talking about horror because you keep interrupting i know me. it's all my fault okay. i'm in rare form stop interjecting inter inter interjecting okay. intergetting into my intergetting <laughs> okay what am i what am i talking about what movie no one gets out alive. Thank you. 2021's Netflix, uh, based on that novel, which I haven't read. I read a bunch of his other stuff that's great, so I was hopeful. It's about an immigrant in search of the American dream who, after being forced to take a room in a boarding house, finds herself in a nightmare that she can't escape. Can't escape. Can't escape. So I feel like a lot of people have already seen this because I remember it came out, like, you know, obviously like a year ago. And Yeah, I heard about it. I didn't watch it. Yeah. It's a slowish burn. Some great creepy visuals in there there's some good atmospheric dark stuff you know it is acted pretty well mm-hmm. uh and uh, sometimes has you on the edge of your seat there's some good stuff there um there is a really bit of bad cgi towards the Ugh. end there's a creature which is like i think the it's like a kind of like based off like an aztec folklore like character oh, cool. or whatever did it look cool Just- i thought it would have looked great if the cgi wasn't so disappointing so the design was good oh it's the just design was great but the cgi towards them was like awful I it was just distractingly bad distractingly bad yeah and you don't see the monster more towards the end so you i don't know if they're gonna be a picture right yeah there he is yeah or she he she lady she's a lady she's one of them lady monsters so, you hear about <laughs> the story isn't overly crazy or spectacular uh it is visually impressive outside of the C- the bad cgi um so in the end, it's really not a problem. I can I, tell from this picture, just a still, yeah. that it's bad CGI. Oh, it is. It's, that's like the most disappointing part because yeah, like it, it would have been really cool. And I like that they have like that like folklore thrown in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty interesting. You don't get a lot of that. Um, 
And the movie has middle-of-the-road reviews, but I thought it was pretty decent overall. Okay. Um, I don't have a lot to say. It's just kind of there. You it was a good movie. It doesn't really I sound like in. I would recommend. Um, I feel like there's just the problem is like there's so many things that have been coming out since this movie that are just so much better so much and better. more interesting and right. don't have bad CGI. I got you. That it feels like I don't really want people to get invested in this and be like a little bit disappointed because like there's so many other things that yeah. you could be watching now. So, yeah, but that's that's you not recommending the movie. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> You're All basically right. saying like it's okay, but you should watch something else. What you should do I is... I recommend it, but don't watch it. What you should do is read the book. Um, I'm oh, assuming, a book on this? Yes. I just said it's based off of a book by Adam Neville who you know, wrote... You know I don't listen who to Who wrote The Ritual and... Oh, The Ritual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is like another movie that was based off of one of his books. Oh. But, you know. I didn't listen to any of that. I noticed. Yeah. So, anyway. People are probably distracting me. No one gets out alive. <laughs> it was all right. <laughs> it was uh, all it's right. It's going to be like a light pass for me. That's Sorry, weird because one, one of my movies, I went down like the same road. One of the movies I'm going to talk about <laughs> where I was just like, hey, I don't know what to say. But we'll yeah. get there. So, and then um, for people who don't know, I got uh, another tattoo recently. I've gotten two within like the last month uh, and I got a reanimator tattoo. So just like, I like to always mention what movies we watch when we get the tattoo. This is my, one of my quickest right. tattoos. So watch two movies, watch reanimator, obviously, cause you, because you, that's get, usually yeah, we get yeah, you have to, so yeah. no need to talk about that. This is top five, horror, five horror movie for me. A musty for all horror fans. If you haven't seen reanimator 1985, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And you can go back and listen to episode. What? Yeah, there's an episode. Oh, shit. Where's my phone? Oh, I left it way up there. Never and, mind. Um, it's one of our earlier episodes. Yeah, and it was, it's a great It's from movie. like our first, ooh, excuse me, our first year. So. It was yeah. during the, uh, it was during a, when a lot of shit was going down. Mm-hmm. We were in the, we were in the thick of the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> and there was, we all, there was all the protests and there oh, was yeah. all that shit going down. And so whenever that was, like April, May, June of. So like a year ago, pretty much. No. Two years ago? Two years ago. Oh, shit. Yeah, the show is... We're in our third year. Stop. Isn't that crazy? Why are we not partying? I don't know. Because podcasts don't do that. They do episode numbers. Dumb. Once we get to 100, we can party. We need like an air horn. I'll work on it. <laughs> anyway, so we watched Reanimator, and if you haven't seen it, I'm disappointed in you. Uh, no, fu- no. Yes. We don't gatekeep on this show. Oh, we're we not keep dis- the gate on this one. We're not disappointed, but you should really All right, get guys, the fuck I am up disappointed. and go watch Just Re-Animator. go watch it. It's incredible. Um, and I'm sorry if you watch it and then you have this like giant like boner for Herbert, <laughs> Herbert West. Okay, West. It, you can't help it, ladies, boys, lady boys. <laughs> you can't help it. There's something about him. His I don't know. Anyways, moving on. And then we also watch Rawhead Rex, which has been talked about on this show and is pretty popular, even though it's a pretty bad in a good way. Um, I just wanted to point it out. Like I just love Rawhead Rex's crazy face and glaring it's red so eyes. Fun. It's I read a review once. What that said, how can something so stupid and ridiculous looking still be kind Seriously? of in- still be kind of intimidating? Yeah, it's terrible. Because <laughs> you look at him and you're like, oh my god, that thing looks ridiculous. But if you saw that thing, <laughs> yeah, and like he's not afraid to eat a kid, and for that, I'm a fan. Oh, that was fun. Um, so those are the two movies we watched while I was getting a tattoo. So I like to mention those, and then I'm going to talk about one more movie that actually it turns out I think is kind of popular that somehow I managed to miss, and I'm going to say now I fucking love this movie. 
Um, so I watched 2009's Triangle. Oh, you never seen it? No, I missed oh, it. Oh man, that I movie's amazing. I don't know how I missed it. The movie's so good. So you know it's good, but if our listeners... I don't think it's one of those movies that everyone has seen that. I know, but for some reason, I, it seems to be pretty popular. I would go on like it a... Is. It's not extremely Like one of the popular, horror clothing sites, and I'm like, oh, Triangle. I definitely yeah. have to watch this damn movie. Yeah, I have movies like that where it's like, yeah. But no, Triangle's great. So you know it's good, but maybe some of our listeners don't. So I'm going to go through this whole review. And um, What actress is that? What's her name? I, I don't know, but she's in uh, 30 Days of Night. 30 Days of Night, yeah. that's right. She's so, in something else yeah. too. But anyway, go ahead. Stranded yachters. Find yachters. 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 <laughs> they're not otters. <laughs> they're not otters. They're yachters. Find horrors aboard an abandoned ocean liner off the coast of Bermuda. And then, so I also wrote down like... Oh, don't spoil this. Two different synopsis because this doesn't give you enough. I'm not going to spoil it. Wait, I want to say this before you say anything else, too. The less you know about Triangle going in, Dude. the better. But right? like the title, come on, it's Triangle and they're off the coast of Bermuda. Right. But you know the twist at the end and everything that's happening. Oh, the twist is like more than the, it's before the, that's like middle of the movie because they keep twisting you over oh, and yeah, over again. Oh yeah, they twist again. a bunch. That's what oh, I'm saying. The less God. you know about the twists and what this movie is and what's yeah. happening, the less you know going in, the better. All right. So let me give you a longer you can, synopsis you that's not going to spoil yeah, yeah. that. Uh, so when Jess sets sail on a yacht with a group of friends, she cannot shake the feeling that there is something wrong. Her suspicions are realized when the yacht hits a storm and the group is forced to board a passen- passing ocean liner to get to safety. A ship Jess is convinced she's been on before. The ship appears deserted. The clock on board has stopped, but they are not alone. Someone is intent on hunting them down one by one, and Jess unknowingly holds the key to end the terror. Does she, though? So this film has Does been talked right, about by right, others. Dad, see, yeah. don't, don't say I'm shit. I'm not. And then I somehow managed not to see it for some reason. It's on Shutter right now. It's only an hour and 40 minutes. You Highly recommend. Fucking watch it. Yeah, Written and directed really by Christopher Smith, who also directed Black Death. I don't know if anyone's seen that, but it has Sean Bean in it. And it's like a pretty good like medieval horror, too. I have seen that. Highly recommend. I don't remember anything. Amanda put that on one night, yeah. and I'm pretty sure I fell asleep like halfway through it. I don't remember liking that movie. No, I really Black liked Death? it. I thought it was pretty it good. It was good? Yeah. It's another oh. Sean Bean dive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so at first, when I like saw this movie, I thought it was going to be a straight slasher film, which, by the way, it's not. If that's no, what you're thinking, it's be psycho- ready for some fun, psychological, horror, creepy yeah. moments, edge of your seats. Like the twist got me, even though it makes sense. It makes sense when you think about it. Yeah, I remember all of it really makes sense. Yeah, but like when I like watched it, I was like, "Wait, what the fuck's happening?" And oh yeah, it's like, oh, you don't really understand until the very, very oh, end. Oh, it's great. It's um, so well written. And there's like. There's like multiple horror aspects to this. There's like the first horror really is that little storm that they like talk about in the synopsis that capsizes them, that makes them have to get on the ship. That's like lots of tension, like the water sweeping people back and forth. Yeah. Um, you think everyone's going to drown. So it like does like give you all kinds of elements of horror. And then when you get to the ship and it seems empty which is fucking eerie and creepy on yeah, its yeah. own like imagine going somewhere it's abandoned you don't you saw somebody you think you see somebody when you're like getting to the ship so you're like someone's up there but then like yeah the whole thing was creepy so creepy yeah and then obviously you have like the slasher type guy character that they is also in the synopsis like someone is stalking them on the ship which i love and he starts i they start annihilating people yeah 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 like with like there's with a shotgun and all kinds of stuff that's very fun doesn't even axe at one point uh, doesn't someone they, don't, has don't an axe. they have an axe at one yeah, point? Yeah, someone does. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to give it away. You guys have to watch this movie. You have to. <laughs> yeah, go check it out. All right. Then halfway through the movie, like I said, you're given this freaky like twist that I can't tell you what it is. No. Oh, my God. 
and it just makes sense of so many things that are happening and then also makes you go what the fuck yeah this is incredible yeah it's so um, good yeah. and honestly I, when i saw it i didn't think i was gonna like the little twist because i was really expecting a slasher film and like you know i love slasher films i was a sucker for that but i think it made the movie even better 100 percent. this movie wouldn't work without all that i agree if it was just a person stalking people on a boat like yeah it probably would be cool that'd but be like cool now, but it wouldn't have they gotten, really added to it, it. That, it if they would have just done that nobody would have remembered this movie and then there's like a bunch of different ways people are dying over time and it's just really cool there's yeah. like I'm not going to tell you about it, but there's this one fucking scene that just like I gasped that has to do you with gasped. I gasped. <gasps> oh, scandalo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, has like, I can't even describe Damn, it. But once meal. you guys see this scene, you're like, that's the scene she's talking about. It's crazy. And it has to do with one of the girls on the ship. Shh. That's all. I'm I don't say. remember the scene. I'll tell you when about. we're off air. Right. When you pause. All right. Anyways, triangle. 2009 go watch this fucking movie man yeah for real dude this movie is so good all around good acting good twist edge of your seats lots of terror lots Tear? of fun deaths. terror 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 isn't that how Tear. uh what's his name and big big billy used to say it what's his name george w why did i say bill, bill. george w. w bush w why the hell did i say was i thinking of bill clinton we don't and negotiate george? with terrorists terrorists yeah if you're a terrorist, yeah, that, that Bill yeah. Burr joke. When he's also looking for we going to get you. What kind of president says, we going to get you? He's probably like looking uh, at the shapeshifters. <laughs> we played a game of... Uh, shapeshifters. Now, keep in mind, we were kind of drunk or high. I don't remember. I think drunk. And someone played George W. Bush is afraid of... And then somebody else put shapeshifters. And it's been a thing. And it's ever been a since. thing ever since of George W. Bush, like, like creeping around the White House, like, ch- <laughs> like poking everything with like a poker before he goes to but bed. I see him like holding make, like a candle. Yeah, yeah, like a candle and like one of those one of those hats, the yeah. sleeping caps. And he's got his like little dog with him, and he's like <laughs> poking everything and looking looking for shapeshifters. It's probably not very funny to anybody, but when you're drunk and it's twelve o'clock at hilarious. night, it was fucking hilarious. All right, well, that's all I got. That's all you got? All right, yep, that's it. So how about you, buddy? How about me? Yeah, pal. Whoa, I'm supposed to talk now? If you have to. What, do I, what am I supposed to talk about? I'm so unprepared. Oh, did you watch any Johns? Psych, I watched two movies. Yeah. I got you fuckers good. Um, <laughs> I watched <laughs> I watched 2022's Fresh, Aww. which has already been talked about on the show by you. I just would like to say that... In, I was right. In I knew my it. opinion, no, you weren't right. You were wrong. What? You were wrong because you said the movie was good and you recommended it and it's a, it's a decent movie from 2022. This is one of the best movies so <laughs> far from 2022. I fucking love it. I was right. Your review was underrated and under under everything. Well, this that's movie, because like I said, I didn't want oh, you right, to go yeah, in right, right, like, yeah, you, you were, know. You were managing my expectations for me, right? Yeah. I So you're welcome, pal. I was beside myself with this movie. I loved it. Five stars. I thought it was See, wasn't it great? fucking fantastic. Fucking so, fantastic. So bad, I can't, I'm not going to say too much about it because it's still really new and it's on Hulu. And why wasn't, why isn't this being talked about more? I know. I don't understand why people are not talking about Freshmore. It is stylistic. It's super stylish. It is. I mean, the score for it is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. The score is fantastic. Sebastian uh, Stan is acting mm-hmm. his ass off, like Sebi. you said in your review. His character is so fucking 
awesome. Mm-hmm. So well written, so well portrayed by Sebastian Stan. I would, like I said, I was beside myself. When we go into the second act, they did something so cool and so original. They didn't do the title, mm-hmm. um, they didn't do the intro credits until the second act. Like right before, like right after, like shit hits the fan. Yeah. Like solid, here's the second act. They, they do that thing with the word fresh yeah. across like the know, whatever. Oh cool, my God. Yeah. I was like, this is so badass. The whole movie kind of has this like almost like a 70s vibe mm-hmm. to it. It does, yeah. That has this kind of retro kind of exploitation vibe to do it. Do you think the movie is fresh? I do think it's a fresh, fresh. A fresh. I think it's Taylor very Hara fresh. Right now? I think it's very fresh. I think it's fresh in all the right places. I think it's fresh down there. Oh, yeah. I think it stays fresh down there. Yeah. Um, that's what ladies say, right? I wouldn't about know. There. I'm no lady. Come on, I, I see it in like movies and stuff where like the girl goes like, "Mom, have you ever felt not so fresh, fresh? down there?" Oh my God, what movie <laughs> was that? I don't know. I just remember it's in my mind. Brains. Sounds like it was from Brazers. <laughs> from Brazers? Whatever. <laughs> Did you say Brazers? Yeah. Have you been pronouncing it Brazers? <laughs> I mean, I don't talk about it. Well, we're talking about it now. Yeah. You've always said brazers in I've your head. I never said it out loud ever. Really? You've never yeah. heard somebody else say it? No. It's definitely brazers. Well, it's brazers now, buddy. So Bra- brace yourself. Brace, brace yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this movie, ah, oh God, it just, it, it's in fresh. certain ways, uh, no, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say in certain ways, it kind of reminds me of like his character kind of reminds me of Dexter in, in certain ways. I'm not going to explain how, um, but yeah, I'm not going to get anything else away. Uh, I, and I don't mean the fact that Dexter is a serial killer. I meant more of like different things that happen. If you watch it, you might agree with me and know what I'm talking about. Um, nah. But dude, like... But dude. I don't want to give too much away, but I want to talk about it. Yeah, it's brand new though. The premise... One, I didn't see the I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, uh, again, the less you know about this movie going in, the better... Because when that twist hits and the second act starts, it's like, what? This shit's crazy. And just how, I don't, again, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, don't. It's just so good. The movie blew me away. The ending is insane. Um, some of the stuff that happens is nauseating mm-hmm. and gross mm-hmm. as fuck. But it's also hilarious this movie this movie like runs the gamut of like everything um and i do like the whole you know the whole premise is like you know kind of turns the dating thing like on its head and it kind of does pretty significantly to that um the beginning date the intro date that she Mm -hmm. goes on yeah i I was laughing my ass off from the beginning because that guy was such an asshole it's one of those dudes that's like he's dropping those like real passive aggressive like Mm -hmm like critiques of like how she dressed she was like do you do you remember how like our parents used to dress like you know my mom used to wear like such nice dresses and now everyone just wears like big baggy clothes and she's like wearing like a baggy flannel like yeah and then she's like he like asks her out again and she's like no and he's like he was like well i was actually just asking just to be polite (laughs) (laughs) what an asshole yeah but she probably been better off yeah it sucks that there are really people out there like that. That dude was a prick, but it was really, really funny. I thought, um, yeah, I loved this movie. I'm as soon as the Blu-ray hits, I'm gonna buy it. This is what cool. this is top five for 2022. Yeah, I know that's not. Sa- I know that's not saying much because we haven't gotten a lot of great, you know, 
titles this year so far. We've gotten some, but this is yeah. this is one of them. This is a must see for 2022. I agree for sure, and it's free on Hulu. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? Um, yeah, Steve's character was just so written written so well. Ah, I love it. I'm seeing if there's anything else I can say. Oh, at one point, at one point, somebody if they find out that somebody doesn't have a social media account. I want to bring this up. Okay. No social media accounts. You're dating again, um, and you meet a guy, and he's off social media. He's like, I don't, I don't do social media. Red flag? No. Michael no. has it, but he doesn't use it. Yeah, Mike is. Well, yeah, he's never on social no, media. No, he not, doesn't. It, he doesn't have the apps on his phone. But they made it a very it. a big point in the movie, like where she says, like, "Whoa, red flag." He doesn't have any like social media accounts. Is it really? Is we really? To me, it's not. Has a red it really flag, become yeah. that? that much a part for of, some people, of who we are for some people yeah that if you're not in constant contact with everyone and mm-hmm. updating them as to how you're doing with that that's a red flag yeah wow. not for me but yeah if i didn't have yeah if i didn't have to do our instagram which you've seen how consistent and great well, i haven't great seen because I, I barely go on instagram now i go on oh. like once every three to four days why you're i just, just don't feel like you it. just don't feel like it right yeah. you're getting older and you i don't, don't want to control my life like it used to yeah because it used to like really be a thing so well you should it's do, better for you should do health. stuff on our instagram that's too much work no just if you did it every once in a while and i did it every once in a while i'll think about it yeah think about it that would be really helpful <laughs> I thought about or it. Or just get rid of your Instagram account and just we'll both run ours. No. No? And you can post all your shit to ours. I thought about it and I don't think I want to do that. No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> well, what if I made you? Well, then I'm posting <laughs> half-naked pictures, so... That was me cocking my gun. Ew. What? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It, it would have been funny if you reacted differently. Anyway, go see Fresh. What are you doing? <laughs> go watch it. Fresh is amazing. Chef's Kiss. Mwah. Get it? Chef's Kiss. Go see Fresh, Chef's I got, Kiss. I got Get it? it. I got it. Because he's a cook. I got it. Yeah, he's, he's a cook, all right. But there was, oh my God, they were eating that one thing mm-hmm. towards the end. It was the one where she makes the joke. Mm-hmm. Go on. You left, you saved the whatever. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? I, I, okay, stop that. All right. Yes, yes. I almost threw up. Like, I, they, he put the plate down. All right. And I was like, oh, God. And then they started eating. And I was uh-huh. like, holy shit. I, f- I was freaking out. I was like, that is disgusting. Well, she had to do it. It wasn't hers. I know, but to survive. Yeah. Yo, no, 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 no. I knew that. I knew that. Oh, we're getting into spoiler territory. Okay. Anyway, go see Fresh. It is fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Ha <laughs> ha. I, I used something like that on mine. So you did. I, I like think I stole it. Me off. Yeah. I definitely did. I think that's exactly no. what you said. I think I was now like, it's a about. fresh new take from Hulu. Yeah, you said something like that. Yours is better than mine. Ah, uh, duh. Uh, and the second movie I watched, in keeping with being in the thick of anthology, April, right in the thick of it, uh-huh. in the thick of anthology. And thickology. I could probably April. guess what, what you watched. Uh, I watched Dead Time <laughs> Stories. I was gonna say that you didn't guess. I told you earlier. <laughs> a baby. Uh, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna revise this uh, 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 synopsis. Yeah. A boozing, horny, babysitting uncle tells his <laughs> nephew three horror stories about killer witches, Little Red Riding Hood, and a werewolf mm-hmm. and Goldilocks and mm-hmm. the Three Bears. Just to be clear, he's not horny about his nephew. No. So. So the wraparound is this uncle uh, is babysitting his nephew. His nephew's like probably 10, 9 or 10 years old, maybe younger. 
I don't know the age ages of small boys. I can't look at a small child and go, "Oh, that kid's definitely eight. because that would be real fucking weird. I can't. I can't guess ages at all. Yeah, but you have. Like, Wouldn't an you be 11, worried? But you have like an eleven. Wouldn't you be worried if we were walking down the street and a, and a and a little boy passed and I was like, "That kid's four years old for sure." No, <laughs> because you have a son. Oh, I guess it wouldn't be that weird. So you know, like what, like but what if kids I did? Well, you do. Thank but what God. if I didn't? I'd be like, like, "Okay, buddy, bye." <laughs> so weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so he's, he's, the, the uncle is just trying to get drunk and watch like, like softcore porn yes. and like sports and shit and his, and his, uh, nephew won't go to sleep and he's a perfectly good uncle. He's just trying to get, you know what I mean? He's just trying to have a good Friday night while he's got a babysit mm-hmm. and this little shit keeps interrupting him and saying like, oh, there's a monster in my room and I want bedtime stories. Tell me stories. So he obliges his nephew being the good uncle that he is um and he tells and the little kid wants like scary stories and he wants like you know oh yeah well um you get slutty goldilocks congrats yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait have you seen this before yes oh i forgot you said he said yeah. i really don't listen to you at all do i no no you don't <laughs> huh um but yeah so that's that's the whole premise um this was okay yeah it was it a was reasonably a yeah. entertaining horror anthology um there's some funny shit in it. There's some really cool effects in it. Uh, in the in the first segment in particular, there's a uh, there's a coming back to life effect where uh, mm-hmm. the, these two witches are trying to bring back their sister from the dead, and their sister their sister's just like a skeleton. But they do this spell and they do all this shit, and like it's almost it's not nearly as detailed and as good. Yeah. As a uh, Frank returning to the mortal plane in Hellraiser, <laughs> which is. Those yeah. effects are oh, yeah. beyond their time. Um, it's definitely not as nearly as good as that, but it's still pretty cool. It shows all like the you know the muscle fibers coming on, and there's all this blood mm-hmm. and shit, and it's gross looking. And I thought it was a pretty decent job, giving what the probable budget was for this. Um, I think they they did some cool stuff. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, yeah, and there's some cool spots of gore and some cool effects in this, and some cool makeup spots. And yeah, it's fun. It's just there was there's nothing at all in this movie that pushed it over the top for me to where I was like, ha, ah, this was super funny because it's a horror comedy. Um, and I just I didn't find anything particularly like over the top funny. I chuckled a couple times, yeah. um, but mostly it was kind of benign and forgettable. And yeah, I don't strongly recommend this. If you you know, if if you if you've seen every 80s movie, you've obviously seen this. But if you're if you're some kind of completionist. And you're, you know, you're running out of like 80s movies. Then, yeah, check this yeah, one out. Yeah, it's definitely not the worst. It's yeah. not the worst for sure. It's kind of fun. I had fun with it. Yeah. Once I realized when I got into like the second act, I was like, this isn't really that good. But it's <laughs> en- it's entertaining enough, you know, where it's not boring. It's just like I was kind of on my phone a bit and like, you know. Yeah. Um, and I'll run, I'll run through the three segments real quick so you can decide if you want to watch this or not. Oh, oh man, I forgot to, I forgot to bring this up. What you forget? I w- there's an intro song to this that I oh. wanted to play that is terrible. Give it to us. Hold give on. It to Let us. me pause it, it and us. I'll get it. it. Alright, I just wanted to I wanted to play this theme music because it made me laugh a lot. Um but here's here's the Dead Time Stories theme music. Their digs. It sounds like dicks though. <laughs> rolled out of their dicks. What? Can this wicked monster before your 
Spoiled. 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 Oh, he's an egg. That didn't make any sense. As a kid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, I'm gonna use this for karaoke. <laughs> okay, and then the the funny thing about this is that um the wow the in, the credits are like a storybook. You see the storybook, and there's a hand like turning the pages. Yeah. Uh huh. But while it's turning the pages, this like monster hand comes and uh-huh. like grabs the other hand, and like and then that hand starts turning it's the pages. Adorable. And then a bigger monster hand yeah, grabs yeah. the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. It was so funny. Um, but yeah, this movie, like, I'm, uh, I don't want to be too hard on this movie because it is fun. It's really lighthearted. It's really kind of goofy and silly. Oh, um, yeah. But anyway, here's the segments. There, that was the song. I loved that song so much. It's so bad. Um, so the first segment is witches. This teenage boy gets sold as a slave to these two witches, and they're trying to bring, uh, they kill a priest because they need his hand for a spell. Mm-hmm. But they, like, like, and you have to keep in mind the whole movie that this uncle is telling like his eight-year-old nephew these stories, but these two witches seduce this priest by making him believe that they're these two like sexy blondes. Yeah, and so yes. he starts like getting it on with the blondes. You oh know, my god, yeah. Not really getting it on, but they're like they're like oh yeah, they're like touching him and stuff. One of them like pulls out a boob yeah. and like a boob. What's a boob? Um. But they, they do their spell and they're bringing back their sister. They get their sister's body. And there's some, like I said, there's some cool effects with her coming back to life. But, you know, all that. And uh, it's it's a decent segment. It's a little boring. Mm-hmm. But um, it's worth it for the effects, I'll say. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, it's it's kind of like it's not even really all that funny. Yeah. Oh, and the ending is hilarious. There's a thing at the ending because it's a happy ending. Yeah. And the witch dies. And they, they got a happy ending. They kill the witch and it's a happy ending. Excuse me, this kid's like eight years old. <laughs> oh, I thought we were just talking about the... Never mind, they want to be the priest. You're right. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. All right. Uh, we'll allow it though. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to have to edit that out. No, we won't. <laughs> I know you're talking about the kid. I wasn't listening to you. You don't listen to me, I don't listen to you. Let's go. Okay. Um, but the kid's like, I don't want a happy ending. <laughs> And the uncle was like, all right, all right. Uh, the witch comes back to life and oh, yeah, dude, kills the two main idea. characters. And then it flashes back to the story. And like the witch has both of them like yeah. up on the wall. And they're like, ah! And she's like killing them. And then it goes back to the kid. And he's like, that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember I that. thought that was really, really funny. Uh, second segment was a little Red Riding Hood segment. This one was also, like I said, it was all right. Um, and again, keep in mind, this is an uncle telling his nephew, his eight, nine-year-old nephew, um, about Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, man. Uh, so he starts by renaming Little Red Riding Hood Rachel, who also is a height, height, who also is a hot high school senior with glassy blue eyes and firm breasts. Oh, my God. That's what the uncle is describing. (laughs) Oh, my God. Really, dude? A high schooler? And the dude's like... I don't know. He had to be like 35. Definitely in his yeah, mid, mid-30s yeah. somewhere. Ugh. Gross. Um, and then we get like... Dude, it's seriously... I fast-forwarded it because I got tired of it. I was like, this is stupid. It lasts for like three, four, five minutes of her. She's like looking in the mirror and she's she's like not hallucinating, but she's like fantasizing that her boyfriend is there. 
mm-hmm. like feeling her up and kissing her and like yeah. touching her Ew. and kissing all of her parts and like all of her parts it lasts her firm for her breasts. firm breasts <laughs> yeah he's like feeling her and it lasts for like five minutes and yeah. i'm like dude come on and this like, sucks it's, it's weird because he's still telling weird. the story to his nephew yeah like and like this. dude this is like your eight-year-old nephew yikes oh when he says all that when he's like and it's rachel and she's a high school student with firm breasts the little kid goes that's not how mommy used to tell it <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh they meet a werewolf and stuff happens and it's yeah. kind of fun but whatever the werewolf is played by the son yes. the main character uh-huh. in um, mutilator yes oh i didn't even put that together yeah. the whole time i'm like that dude looks so familiar yeah. but i didn't put it i didn't yes ed, that's ed a, junior but uh-huh. i can't remember the actor's name right now you're right yeah and we're not gonna look it up because we I don't know. care that much but i'm smart mutilator is a fantastic movie oh, you yeah. should go you listen mean, to our mutilator episode you mean fall break fall break, <laughs> fall break. where's fall the, break. where's sideshow mike sideshow mike no don't call him up here for that fall break fall break he's in the basement yeah he said it i heard him. <laughs> Oh, um, I can't believe you interrupted his <laughs> jerk fast trains. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's again, it's really, it's fun, but it's kind of dumb. Um, this guy turns into a werewolf and uh, they kind of turn the whole, they kind of twist the whole thing where he bites the grandmother and he actually turns the grandmother into a werewolf and it's mm-hmm. it's silly and fun. Um, but my favorite segment was the last one and it was, a, they did the three little bears, but they, again, they turned this on its head too. Um, the murderous deranged bear family escapes uh-huh, the yeah. home, escapes the home for the hopelessly insane. And they're crazy. There's this one little dude who's like, and he's older and he's like Papa bear. And then there's mama bear that breaks them out of prison. And mm-hmm. there's a uh, baby bear. Who's like this big, big younger dude, big younger who, dude. who yeah, is yeah. also intellectually disabled. Um, and so they break out. And uh, meanwhile, you find out a little while ago that Goldilocks broke out of the same mm-hmm. place, and Goldilocks uh, ha- is a telekinetic, um, and she's been just like killing all kinds of boys. Yeah. So she's been running through her. all of these boys who I'm pretty sure they kind of implied that they were like trying to hit on her yeah. and pick her up, and then she didn't like that. I mean, you can't kill people for a hit on you unless they're oh, touchy She's completely psychotic. She's like baby in yeah. uh, House oh, of a Thousand yeah, Corpses. Yeah. She is nutso. Mm-hmm. Nutso. Yeah. And she's she like kind of talks like that where she's like mm-hmm. crazy and just like what, you know. And she's super telekinetic and all this stuff. Um, I'll go into a little bit of detail with this one because I liked it. Uh, so the three little bears, the three bears, the bear family, um, they go to their old hideout. And it just happens to be where she's been too. And the house is filled with bodies that she's just like hanging out with. Yeah. and like talking to at oh, one, yeah, yeah, at yeah. one point she yeah. feeds one of them soda and yeah, she's like she's like friends with them um but they show up and they are kind of like what the fuck's going on who are you but then they like immediately join forces and uh they escape and mm-hmm. oh there's this really funny scene where because goldie and baby bear like hit it off oh yeah, yeah. um baby bear uh makes a move on her not really knowing what he's doing. He's just kind of like sex crazed. He's like, a woman. Because he's been in like. <laughs> Sorry. So he like, a woman. <laughs> so he like throw. He like grabs her and he's like picking her up and trying to kiss her and stuff. Like, you're so beautiful. And so she drops a tree on his head. Oh, and yes. that like buries him into the ground like a cartoon. A woman. <laughs> that like 
and he's like in the ground and he's like, whoa, what a woman. And he like what gets out woman. of the ground and grabs her again. But this time she's into it. Oh my and she like, she like jumps on him and they start boning, which they don't really show it. Yeah, they yeah. just show her on top of him going like, oh, oh, oh. But okay, well, he's telling that in the story. But and right. then she orgasms and causes like a big earthquake. Because, <laughs> you know, she's telekinetic. Of course, yeah. But anyway, they out with the cops and they move to California where they're pretty sure they'll fit right in with everybody yeah, else. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they live happily ever after. Um, yeah, once again, just to reiterate, this is a light recommend. It's kind of fun. If you're not sure at all what to watch and you just want to watch some silly 80s movie, this is perfect. Are you interested in seeing a woman? A woman? Did I really say it that weird? Yeah. A woman? That he doesn't actually say that. That's just kind of like... I know, but like, it's funny and now we're going to say it. <laughs> okay. A woman? All right. Um... You okay? Yeah, it's just, uh, why did it get so dark in here? Oh, do you hear that? <laughs> the fire crackling. Hey, what's that fire noise coming from? My butt. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> you have a flaming asshole? You asked. Okay, I did ask. You into it? Uh, <laughs> what? not really. Uh, wow. A flaming butthole? The answer was that the password to get into the boo club was a yes. Was yes. Okay. It was a hard yes. Okay. I'm into fire coming out of someone's it's butt. It's too late now, buddy. Oh, I don't get to come Sorry, in? Sorry. You can sit outside. All right. I'll wait out here. But the rest of you, please come in to my boo club. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell you about a book that I read. We're hoping. Okay. Well, I'll get there. <laughs> I read 2013's night film. By Marisha Pessel. Marisha? Marisha. I don't know. There's an H in there. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. But you know. But you know. You know. <laughs> you know me and words and names and places and brazers. You know. Brazers. <laughs> right. Yes, we're all aware. So let me tell you about the book. It's a little. No, it's not that long. Okay. Because I know you always go like, oh, your synopsis is so long. Okay. This one's not that long. It is kind of long. It's, midi- <laughs> it's medium length. All right. Here we go. I'm going to try to hold my breath through the whole thing. So I'm going to take my time. No. Okay. Then I'm not going to hold my breath. No, go on. No. Go on. No, if you do it right, I will. I'm doing it right. No, you're not. You're (laughs) going to stall out. Go on. You can know. Go on. And I'm going to pass out and die. And it's going to be your fault. Uh, But also, you're welcome. I guess I could just pretend to hold my breath. Go on. No, I'm kidding. All right. On a damp October night, 24-year-old Ashley Cordova is found dead in in an abandoned warehouse in lower Manhattan. Are you holding your breath? No. I'm taking my time. <laughs> no, I had to burp. <laughs> Though her death is ruled a suicide, veteran investigative journalist Scott McGrath suspects He's otherwise. He's an investigative journalist? Investigative. Investigative journalist? Is that what I said? No, it's, that's, I, oh God, I wish I could remember the rest of that quote. Scott McGrath? Does that's that from, sound that's, like. That's from Zoolander. Oh. Doesn't Scott McGrath sound like he would be like the like drug dog? Scott McGrath? Yeah. Rough McGrath. Or the lead singer of. Uh, uh uh go on that band which one? Oh fuck every morning that's, Sugar mark, Ray. that's mark mcgrath yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> anyways as he probes the strange circumstances surrounding ashley's life oh, and yeah, death he probes them definitely mcgrath comes face to face with the legacy. i guess this is that kind of show now <laughs> he comes face to face with the legacy of her father the legendary reclusive cult horror film director stanislaw stanislaw cordova i don't know is that how you say stanislaw oh i thought you i thought he i was about to be like why does he have this same name twice okay stanislaw cordova his name is stanislaw 
Stanislav Cordova. Middle name, yeah. A man who hasn't been seen in public for more than 30 years. For McGrath, another death connected to the seemingly cursed family dynasty seems more than just a coincidence. Though much has been written about Cordova's dark and unsettling films, very little is known about the man himself. Driven by revenge, curiosity, and a need for the truth, Scott McGrath, Ruff McGruff, with, Mark McGrath. <laughs> with the aid of two strangers, is drawn deeper and deeper into Cordova's... With the aid of Mark McGrath and <laughs> Scruff McGruff. Yes, Ruff McGruff. <laughs> Scruff McGruff. Chicago, <laughs> 60652. Hey, kids. You want to take a bite out of crime? That's what I got. Anyways, <laughs> it's drawn deeper and deeper into Cordova's eerie, hypnotic world. I guess I shouldn't interrupt this story. With no the, one's going to even with, be able to piece it with together With the Scruff now. McGruff's story that I still remember to this day from fifth grade. I won't tell it. Go ahead. Yeah, nobody's asking. This is the book club. I know. You're not even in the room right now. God, I want to tell it. Um, I'll keep it real short. The entire class, towards the end of the presentation, Scruff McGruff came down onto the floor, and we all attacked him. <laughs> like, bum rushed him we weren't supposed to everybody started yelling somebody was amping and every- this is just a dude in a costume yeah right? we he fell over he was like please help me we were all on top of him the entire school got in trouble we had an assembly where they just berated us wow you sexually assaulted a, sexually a assaulted. cartoon dog confirmed <laughs> that dude was scared because there was like a hundred of us yeah this was like you know fifth grade in like a public school yeah yeah so ew <laughs> what do you mean ew what do you think was going on? We just tackled him. Yeah, sure. One kid got up and did it, and then like three other kids like joined him, and then we all just got. So up. you're a follower confirmed. <laughs> Hell yeah, I was in. Like, yeah. I was in like the middle of the row. I got a piece of that asshole. <laughs> yeah, oh, see, <laughs> I got that him. sounds like sexual assault. <laughs> oh no, not his asshole. <laughs> it's too late. You said that asshole. <laughs> I got a piece of that. Nope. Yeah, that does sound sexual. All right, moving I, on. I can. Yeah, it it wasn't sexual though. Sure. You're making it real weird. I'm not the one who sexually it's very, assaulted it's a guy in a dog it's costume. A very, okay? very innocent story that you made very strange. Like meatball, stay near me. <laughs> mm. Sorry. I'll get a piece of him. Scruff, McGruff, Scruff, Illinois. Stop, you're getting excited. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know how like, you make funny noises, he jumps oh, up? You yeah, not like that, Dude, dummy. I was like... What? I was about to like walk out the door. I thought you said you're getting me excited. I was like, <laughs> no. what? No, ew. I said, don't get him excited, okay. dummy. I was, like, I was very. You know, if you make too many weird noises, yeah, yeah, he jumps I know, up I know what you mean now. I was just like, him. I went cross eyed for a minute. Like, what? No. Stop for it. For a minute? You weirdo. Talk about your book. Wow, no one knows what's happening in the book now. No. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'll read the last little paragraph. Scruff, McGruff. <laughs> Driven by revenge, curiosity, and a need for the truth, McGrath, with the aid of two strangers, not Scruff and not McGruff, is drawn deeper and Mark deeper. Mark McGrath and <laughs> Scruff McGruff. Is drawn deeper and deeper into Cordova's eerie hypnotic world. The last time he got close to exposing the director, McGrath lost his mare. McGrath. McGrath. <laughs> Fuck my life. Lost his marriage and his career. <laughs> this time he might lose even more. Jesus Louises, Papa Cheeses, no more talking out of you, buddy. But I really want to see a movie in which a dude, Mark McGrath, and Scruff McGruff solve a crime. We'll get Twitter and start tweeting that too, okay? <laughs> we can get it to happen, maybe. Probably okay. not. I'm going to find one or two other characters that have the last name that sounds like McGruff or McGrath. All right, I'm not McGraw? thinking about that right Tim now. McGraw. Oh, God. Wait, is that his name? T- t- is that a country singer? Yeah, isn't it a country singer? 
Isn't that his name? I don't know. I'm moving on. I don't care. Right, so Night Film up. by Marisha Pessel. So for the most part, this book is a lot of fun. I mean, the book itself is like interactive. In between the stories, they have like chat logs and website pages and articles that go with the story and give you more backstory and facts, which is pretty fucking neat. It's like changes up like, you know, the style of the book. Um, there's also some symbols that you find in the book that if you scan on your phone, it has like interaction with a website. Oh, that, like, cool. Gives you more. I actually haven't checked most of those out. But, it's like interactive reading. Yeah, which is like makes it a lot more fun. Let's yeah, be real. Yeah, because reading sucks. Because I imagine it's pretty neat to check all of those out. Reading does not suck. It's fundamental. It is fundamental. But it is nice to have a change up in like, because you know how like I remember how House, House of Leaves was like a really popular book because like the format's like crazy, but like I'm like the weird person who fucking hates that book. Okay. The format's too much. But this is like a different format change, but like not over the top, like ridiculous. This is like interactive and fun. That's really cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Duh. I like it a uh, lot. And there's some interesting stuff going on here. It's captivating at times, especially when you get closer to the end and you're like dealing more with the inside to like the director's life, the uh-huh. Stanislaw of Cordova. And it, like you end up like on his movie sets, like of like the horror movies uh-huh. um, that he made because he like saved all the sets and like it's on like this giant like uh, estate or whatever. And you don't know who to trust at times and it's scary and it's like. Like, the horror movie sets remind me of, like, Italian horror. Okay. Like, obviously, his name is, like, Stanislav Cordova. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. Not, like, is that what they were going American. for, you think? I definitely think so. Um, I love the interactive elements on this and the horror movie angle. It shows that there is definitely a cult following to horror because there is also has to do a lot of fan obsessions. Yeah. Which is, like, a big thing. Like, obviously, if you're part of the horror community, like, some people do take it a little bit too far. I mean, you know, some assholes have podcasts now. Yeah, idiots. Can you imagine? Wait, hold on one second. Have you ever seen the movie Frightmare? Frightmare, Frightmare. I don't know. It's a trauma movie. It's Ooh. from uh, the 80s. I get all my traumas mixed up. And there is this, it's basically like a similar premise, only th- these film students and these people are like obsessed with this old, like forgotten horror movie star from, you know, oh. ages past. And uh, they throw this thing, yeah. for, they have like a convention or something for him and a meet and greet. And he's like, I thought everybody forgot about me. And he was so happy about it. And he's not a good person at yes. all. He's a bad, evil guy. But he has a heart attack and dies. And the the film mm-hmm. students think it's a good idea to steal his yeah, corpse yeah, yeah, yeah. and like weekend at Bernie's with oh, it. Oh, I haven't seen this in <laughs> so long. Yes. Yeah. It's, oh, it's I pretty, did like a see that. It's yeah. pretty funny. I like that movie a lot, actually. I think hey it's hilarious. Guys, it's on Tubi if anyone wants to check it out. Frightmare. Tubi. Maybe, maybe I'll check that out. Yeah. Uh, what was I Again. saying? Let's see. I saw it a while ago. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me too. I haven't seen it. It's so freaking funny what they do with this with the guy's fucking corpse, Mm -hmm. and they're like, "We'll give him one last night of fun. Like we'll party with him tonight, and then we'll return the body in the morning." What the (laughs) what the fuck, fuck, man? Weirdos. Jeffrey Combs. It's one of Jeffrey Combs' uh uh, first movies. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go on. Anyway, so back to the blue. Hi, Mike. Just waved at me seductively. He did go like this. Yeah, I think he wants me to come see his. He does that to me all the time, and I'm like, "Get out of here, creepazoid." I think he wants me to come see his sideshow. Uh, you're gonna have to squint <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm kidding it's it's fine um anyway so the book is has all these fun interactive stuff and then also has this cool horror movie angle which i really really like however there are a few things that i don't like about the book so I, obviously i'm reviewing it so i gotta say there's negative sorry <laughs> uh i always feel bad because i know like they try too hard like, really everybody hard works really hard on this I thing know, and, and i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings yeah um i was listening to some actor or somebody talk about like when your movie does bad, when you think your movie is going to be really, really good, and then it does bad and people shit on it, 
because when you do a movie you know that's like yeah. six months or a year's worth oh, yeah. sometimes even longer yeah that's of your life. life yeah and if you're pouring yourself into this like this is gonna be awesome and then it bombs and it's forgotten mm-hmm. like how devastating that I don't can care be as long as i get paid oh yeah that's true they get pay paid me. yeah <laughs> eh, i guess there is some compensation yeah. but that's still i get it, it, pro- it definitely hurts i'm sure I can't imagine. I don't do anything. Yeah. Right. If well, someone says like this podcast. podcast sucks, I'd be like, I know. <laughs> You're like, I know. It's Duh. not. It's not my fault. It sucks. Talk to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that jabroni over there who keeps interrupting my book review. And I've interrupted your book review many a time. Yeah. This I'm about episode. to put a hit out on you. <laughs> Anyone right. listening? All right. I won't say anything else. Go. All right. Because I only have a couple sentences left. So, like I said, those are things I liked. But let me tell you about things I didn't like. There's only a couple things here. I do um the few things that i don't like are some of the characters are one-dimensional and a few of them are written like the same so they all sound the same they talk the same and i wish they worked them out a bit like flush them out flush them out not flush don't flush them flush them out a bit um to make them seem more believable Must as people not interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> and also the book could probably be cut down by like 100 pages there's some redundancy here and it is a long fucking book so you know, like cut it down just a little bit. Just get rid of just some of that. Just a little bit, stuff. yeah. Cut it out. Down. A little yeah, bit. Snap, a little cut, bit. cut it out. So, uh, however, cut, cut some of that shit out. If you are bored with just stories and look, and you're looking for some um, more fun formats for a book, because you don't get a lot of that, you usually just get all boring books. Check this out. <laughs> it's pretty neat, and it's overall very entertaining and very enjoyable. And I do like how it is different to the books I've been reading lately. So, Night Film, Marisha Pestle, Marisha, 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 whatever, 2013. It's a go. It's um, a go. It's a go. All right. Cool. Also, thank you for coming to my book club. Um, yeah. Don't uh, give that um, loser sitting outside the door any money or food. On the way There's out. a loser sitting outside the That's door. That's you. You weren't invited in, buddy. But I was here the yeah, whole time. Yeah, you've been talking through the crack <laughs> under the door. Oh, that's like moving your hand in there back and forth like a fucking cat. I'm gonna put some effect on my voice that makes it sound like I'm outside the door for the whole whoa, time. Whoa. <laughs> Anyways, that's it. All right. Thank you. Great review. And great interruptions by me. That made your review even better. (laughs) Everyone's like, no, it didn't. That was horrible. Nah. So let's move on. You want to move on? You want, you want to, you want to do like, you want to do like, I don't want to do anything. Like, do you want to do like the main movie that we watched? Uh, do we have to the do the anthology movie that we yeah, watched? Yeah, that we're in the cat's eye. What are we? We're in the thick. We're in the thick of anthology yeah. April. We're jamming out. Jamming through some anth- Yeah, let's do it. Jamming through some thick anthology movies. Cat's Eye, 1985. All right, let's talk about Cat's Eye, 1985. Cat's Eye, 1985. Cat's Eye, 1985. Cat's Eye, Hey freaks, first and foremost, Chuck and I here at Forsaken Cinema want to thank you for your support. We wouldn't be able to do what we love without you. And you know what? We want to hear from you too. Not only the best way to contact us, but the best way to get updates and listen to our episodes and to even purchase merchandise is through our website. That's right. We have a website, ForsakenCinema.com. You can also find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. You can contact us directly through email at ForsakenCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. And you should. Send us a message. Tell us how we're doing. Suggest a movie. All of our freaky, frightening episodes can be found on all streaming platforms, wherever you stream your podcast. Duh. While you're there, be sure to follow, like, rate, five stars, please, and review and share with your fellow freaks. As always, thanks for listening. Now back to the episode. 
All right, this is Ooh. the trailer for Cat's Eye, 1985. Stephen King, Stephen yes. King's favorite voiceover, and master of modern horror, has written his first motion picture screenplay. Modern horror. It combines all the elements of his creative imagination. <laughs> Lovable pets. Oh, that classic cars. I love that Fantastic score. <laughs> Quiet evenings. Quiet evenings. Favorite films. What is happening? Yeah, but he's <laughs> just saying shit. Adorable oh. kids. I just set my phone down. And of course, a monster or two. Yeah. Or just one. Yeah, there's really just Experience one. Experience a series of electrifying adventures. Oh, I see what they did there. Stephen King's Wait, what did they do there? He said electrify. Adventures. The first segment, electrify. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Duh. Sorry. Where's your sense of humor? Where's your sense of humor? Yeah. Somebody get that cat off the Casio keyboard. Stephen <laughs> King. Cat's eye. Cat's eye. Cat's eye. Cat's up? No. Cat's up? Ketchup. Cat's up? Ketchup. I'm in way over my head. You lost me. Um. Uh, I'll just give you this baby synopsis. What? There's a baby synopsis? Well, first, this one's like a doesn't tell you anything. But when we get to the segments, I'll break it down a little bit more. Okay. Scratch, uh, scratch our eyes out with that synopsis. Meow. Uh, stray cat is the linking element of three tales of suspense and horror. That's all I got. So, like I said, when we get to each segment, I'll break it down more. You break it down? I'll break it down now. I'll break it down. Uh, so? Oh, Yo Gabba Gabba. I'll break it down. So? My kids are getting too old. Anyway... I don't watch Yo Gabba Gabba anymore. It makes me sad. Uh, okay, so initial thoughts. Who goes first? I have no idea. We do this every time. <laughs> every time. Every episode, folks. I'll go. Whatever. Okay. You go. You go uh, if you want. You always go. I think, yeah, I think I went first last time. You go. All right. Well, I don't have a lot to say here. Um, I remember watching this as a kid because I remember yes. the last segment for sure sticks out so much in my memory oh, as yeah, a child. Shit scared the um, shit out of me. But I will say like, uh, so I do. And I remember not getting freaked out because like, you know, uh, the cat is like a link in this movie and it's like a big part of it. And we've always had like 400,000 fucking cats in my house, including my favorite cat growing up, which looks like the cat in this movie. Oh, really? um, and her name, we had a girl in the movie. It's a boy. Her name was Branches because we found her in a tree. Branches, oh, and cool. she would literally just sleep on my fucking back at night. That's awesome. So like, yeah, cat protector. Yes. Loved it. Um, I love this movie um, f- overall. Rewatching it now, I'm like, I really love the last segment. And then the first two are like, remind me yeah, of like last love, week, yeah. like Trilogy of Terror. They're like, it is PG-13, so it's not as extreme or crazy. Yeah. It does feel more like, oh, like like I said last week, like Ray Bradbury, like more psychological. Like, yeah. Like I do like watch them now. Like I want a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, they're still fun. Like, like you said, we were talking earlier, like nostalgia reasons. It does still yeah, slap. a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. This still slaps. Uh, the last segment is still my favorite. Um, like the last, last week. Um, yeah. but there's like, a, still a lot of things to love here. Uh, it's not a bad anthology film at all. It's just not going to land on my so. favorites anymore just because, yeah. you know, now that we're analyzing it, it just doesn't hold up. The score is weird. The score even is though terrible. it is fun. Uh, That's one of the things that I think I get nostalgic for the most was the yeah. score because it just reminds me of so many things 
from back then yeah. that r- just relied on one keyboard. Oh yeah, for this the is definitely a, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Um, I think that obviously the acting I think is fine overall, and then you have like little baby Drew Barrymore. Yeah, like in every she segment. was so wonderful. Yeah, like that's Cara another Black similarity. Uh, yeah. Well, we can talk about that, and we get to our facts. Okay. Um. So yeah, this movie is still a good anthology film, but now that I'm older, I'm like. Eh, and then like also um i was very stressed out watching this movie because like man that cat's been through some shit that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) not cool my feelings so anyways initial thoughts still a good movie just keep in mind it's pg-13 not as great as yeah some of the ones that you get now yeah um i have very very similar feelings um get original the first two segments uh are similar to trilogy of terror this is very similar yeah similar to trilogy of trilogy of terror because they're they're also kind of benign they're they're kind of like is this is horror? that your word of the day is this it's been my word of like the month i keep saying the word benign to describe benign. everything yeah. i slightly don't find interesting yeah um i just yeah I, they're okay I, I i think they're a lot more fun than the first yeah. two segments they're a lot more but they're not and I should say they're okay. They're great. I I like them. Yeah. But they're n- are they horror? Are they really horror? The first one more so than the second one. The second one's almost just like a gangster thriller. Oh, I kind of like, like that one. Yeah. It's fun. And there are some funny moments in yes, it where you're just like, yeah. what the fuck? They're very funny moments. We'll get to. But yeah, I, I agree with you. But like, are they, that's one's not, that's not horror. Like, like I said, that like still gives me like, it feels like they could be like episodes from Tales from the Crypt because like sometimes yeah, Tales yeah, from yeah. the Crypt would do this where it's like not complete horror, but it's more psychological more and it's just like a thriller. Yeah. Like, you know. So that's like what they make me think of. I just didn't, yeah. But they're fun. And uh, yeah, James Woods is fun. Drew Barrymore is fun. Fucking James Woods, um, man. Yeah. What's his name in the second one? It's kind of fun. What the hell is his name? Which which guy? The dude in the second one. There's two dudes in the second one. It's me. not Alan King. Kenneth McMillian. Robert Hayes. Oh, that dude. that's the young guy. I like the old guy. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff, right? Robert Hayes? Yeah, he's got a familiar face. Yeah, that guy. What else is he? He's been? an airplane. airplane. <laughs> Fucking airplane. Yes. Oh my god. Really? I was like, this dude is so familiar. I've seen him. I was like, yeah, airplane. Fucking airplane. Mike's favorite movie. Yeah. yeah. I see. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. You ever do that? You ever yeah. just like? And you're like, oh. I've seen airplane a thousand times. That guy. But you always think like, what? Ted dancing. That's what you think of, right? When you yeah. hear airplane. Yeah. I you're guess. like, but it makes sense. Robert Hayes is like the main character, so. Wait, Ted dancing. Right, isn't it? No. You mean Who am Leslie I thinking? Nielsen? Yes. Oh, you know. <laughs> Tall are, white dudes with white are, hair. <laughs> we are disrespecting this movie <laughs> so much. Wow. We are I'm just, sorry, guys. Hey, let's all just take a big old shit on airplane. <laughs> one of the funniest movies of all time. It is. It's a good one. <laughs> I've never taken a shit on an airplane, though. I haven't. I honestly haven't watched it or thought about it. In, like, no, I meant kind literally. Of I've never taken a shit on an airplane. Uh-huh. <laughs> No. Have you ever been on an airplane? Yes. Oh, okay. What? Some a lot of people haven't. Uh, yeah. More, I would say more people haven't been on an airplane than have. I've only been like on four airplanes. I've been and that was like back of two back and forth trips. That's it. Oh, okay. So yeah, but yeah. But anyway, sorry, airplane. Sorry, we totally forgot about yeah, everything that you are. We're fucking idiots. <laughs> you said, we better stop from sideshow Mike comes up here. Dancing. I don't know. I said that's a white man. Just, they, they all kind of look the same. Um, uh, but yeah, I like this movie. I had a. I, I actually was really excited to watch it, and I, I, 
sometimes we've said this on the show before. Sometimes the show will ruin movies that we really like. Oh yeah. Because you sit there and analyze it and you're like, hey, wait a second. And I went out of my way because I was like, no, no. Like I like <laughs> no. Cat's Eye. I'm not going deep on it. I'm just watching it and I'm having fun. I'm not going to ruin this movie by overanalyzing every little thing and saying like, well, this was stupid and that was stupid and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There's some dumb shit in these oh, movies. Oh, yeah. They're, they're pretty silly it's and goofy. goofy. But I, I stopped on this time. I was like, no, you're not ruining Cat's Eye for me because there's a million things that you could pick out of this movie that are bad and that make mm-hmm. it stupid and don't make sense. But I didn't focus on those. I just focused on having fun with the cat. And the cat wasn't having fun, no, Charles. The, the cat was not having any fun. But um, anyway, yeah, I like this movie a lot. I think it's tons of fun, and I recommend it to everyone. Cool. PG-13. Yeah. Don't expect too much craziness, like yeah. like Mel said, but uh, yeah. It's not bad. Still recommend yeah. it. Still like it. Definitely. And the last segment, uh, I saw the last segment when I was 11. Yeah. Well, I saw this movie, but I don't think I saw the whole movie. I think I saw halfway between... Mm-hmm. The dude on the high rise. Yep, yep, yep. Segment two. And yeah. I watched it from there to the end when my parents weren't around yeah. when I was 10 or 11. Oh, I watched this with my parents. Yeah. I didn't sleep for a month. Yeah. That troll was in my room dude, every so night. So monumental. For a month. Like, if you've seen this movie, you won't forget that, no. that at all. No. Um, well, now it's just fun. I, don't, I know. You know not, but like, you won't even, like, even if it wasn't scary, like, you just don't forget that. That was, like, such a memorable, like, part yeah, of the little movie. little monster, little, yeah. Like, someone even cool. at work, someone brought up this movie the other day, and they were talking about the little troll, and it was before we even, before you know. We and I was like, it. what? <laughs> well, obviously, because we're doing it now. Um, so. Yeah, one of the reasons I said that, like, one of the, th- this thing scared the shit out of me and i said if i had seen the little zuni mm-hmm. hunter from the last episode from the last yeah. episode if i would have seen that when i was a kid it would have been done i was so scared of like little monsters yeah when i was a kid they they're nothing scared me more than gremlins than mm-hmm. this thing than like uh yeah cr- critters didn't scare never me, worried about it because i always had like four thousand cats like i said yeah, small little gross monsters scared gross? the hell out of me when this I was This troll kid. is adorable. He is kind of adorable. Like a weird labyrinth sort of way, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. He does kind of look yeah, like a character could be a labyrinth. labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Adorable. Wait, Jim Henson didn't do the, the monster, did he? I have no idea. No, it's like a little... I did read something about Jim Henson. It's a person in a suit. Doing, no, that's a, I think it's a puppet no I'm, there's no way it's a puppet there, i remember a bunch reading of, something about jim henson doing voices oh no because the balloons in the room are from the um muppets the balloons in her room that has something to do with the movie i'm sorry oh, so did, did jim henson do the do the monster let's see during the showdown in amanda's room there's a wait muppet. hold on sorry spoilers ahoy hoy oh, it's time oh, for boy, frightening boy. facts we have order on the show we have structure on the show you need to you need to remember that oh no this doesn't really doesn't say if it was a muppet or not just that she had muppet baby's balloons in her room and frank welker who did voice work in this movie yes voice kermit skeeter beaker and other roles in the anime television series muppet babies so he did the voice of the little troll i would assume so yeah i would definitely assume so because he does sound like um yeah he does sound like uh he sounds like um, 
uh, in, did you ever watch Muppet Babies? Yeah, that's what they're saying. He okay. did voices for Muppet Babies. Oh, Muppet Babies. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't remember him in the Muppets, yeah. but I remember Muppet Babies. He sounds just like Animal. Yeah. He's so doing... it's, it's definitely the same voice. Yeah, but yeah. we're going to get our results because that voice is fucking Dude, adorable. Dude, I just dated the so. shit out of myself. Yeah, because I was like 1996, bud. Yeah, I was watching that when I was a kid. What? You well, were like 12. That wasn't 1996. I don't know. That's what Muppet that. Babies? Yeah. No, Muppet Babies was like 93, 92. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I'm looking this up because now I feel old. But read us some facts. Okay. I don't have a lot here. So let me tell you what I got. I guess we're reading facts before we're doing uh, crew and cast. But that's fine. You know, changing it up. Let's see here. Against the director, Louis Teague's wishes, the studio cut out a prologue that explained the cat's motivations. They considered it too silly. As a result, many viewers were confused by the connection between the three stories. Although I feel like the cat's the obvious connection, but okay. How, how, what? How is anyone confused by the I don't know. The wraparound is the cat. Yeah. It's fucking cat's eye. And it's literally like the it little girl's out, like, help me. And the cat's like, what's up? Yeah, it, meow, meow. Yeah. It starts out with the cat running from Cujo. Yeah. Did you get the Muppets Baby up yet or not? I did. Well? Uh, it aired from September 15th, 1984. Oh, my God. To November 2nd, 1991. I was like, what? I was not 12 when this, I was watching this movie. I was a kid. No. <laughs> yes, you I were was. born in 64. Oh, my God. No, I was not. I am 37 years old. I am not. Plus 12. <laughs> I can't math. I'm so. 37. <laughs> I'm 37. I'm not old. Not old. Go ahead. Uh, so you want to keep reading facts or are you going to do cast and crew first? No, do some more facts okay. and then I'll do cast and crew. So, uh, I'm gonna I, just, I just lectured you about like the show has structure. Yeah, and then you changed it up. <laughs> so obviously we mentioned earlier, Drew Barrymore plays a role in every segment um, like Karen Black did in the Trilogy of Terror. Uh, she's the main character in the last segment. Obviously, she's Amanda. She's James Wood's daughter in the first segment and she's the little girl on TV in the second segment. Yes. So cool. Drew Barrymore getting work. Yes. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, there are several references to other Stephen King works. Obviously, if you see Christy, this, um, yeah. James Woods watches The Dead Zone yes, and he inquires. Zone. He literally says, who writes this crap? Like, <laughs> rude. Yo, did I talked about The Dead Zone once on this show. Yeah, it's Christopher Walken. Did you right? like that movie? It's too long. Yeah, it's too long and it's really <laughs> boring. It's not the best. I didn't like it. There's a lot movie. of not great adaptations, no. but it's... Uh, anyway the cat is chased by a foaming and bloody saint bernard Cujo. obviously a reference to Cujo, uh which was also directed by lewis teague so cool uh yeah. the cat is almost run over by a red plymouth fury with a yeah. bumper sticker christine. saying watch out for me i am pure evil i'm christine obviously a reference to christine and amanda's mother sally and sally ann who names their kids that is reading stephen king's 1983 novel pet cemetery in bed yes that's true so very cool. Those are the facts that I got. I bet there's more. There's probably there's plenty more. more. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's Stephen King. They always I, do the I, most with him. To be honest, I'm so burned out with, I think I was, I think that I was done with like, oh, Stephen King universe. Like everything ties together. It is, is though. You know, anytime you see a Stephen King movie, there's going to be references to other. I think, I think. Children of Corn did that. I think it was officially done with that shit with done with caring about looking mm -hmm. in the background of all of his yeah yeah all of these movies made when i watched castle rock mm -hmm. i was done i was like okay we get it wait that, the tv series yeah remember the, TV the first season the or first second? season the first season yeah there's there, just, oh yeah, there's all kinds it's of stuff. rampant and i'm just yeah. like okay can we stop making films and shows uh, you know with stephen king involved I didn't mind. where it's just them patting stephen king on the back for every single fucking thing he's done dude he's a legend don't that's th he is but like can we 
be done with there it There would be now? so much lackey in the horror horror world without Stephen King. For sure. So, um, But like we can make a Stephen King adaptation. It sounds like you can't read and you're just mad. We Wait, no, no it doesn't. Yes, it does. I'm just saying, can we just make, make a Stephen King movie adaptation? We, we don't have to reference every single other piece of, of work that he's done. It's fun. It's I, fun for us Stephen King fanatics who want to look for it. I guess. It's not that fun anymore. It's like, yeah, okay. I know this. Oh, a new Stephen King movie's coming out. I was gonna be loaded. I mean, I mean, fucking. Um, um, Go on. Uh, Doctor Sleep came out. There's tons of references in that to Name other one. movies. I cannot stop my head. Okay, well then, but lies, lies of Manelli, lies, <laughs> lies, <laughs> lies, lies and tiny eyes. <laughs> lies, lies from tiny eyes. No, but I remember, I remember doing this show on my old podcast. Well, I remember Children of the Corn did pointing out stuff, yeah. a bunch of stuff in that movie that references all of the, all these different Stephen King references and Derry and I just that's his made up town. Hey, buddy, how about you just read us the crew and cast? Like I get it, they're okay. in the same universe. I get it. We all get it. We all fucking get it. Stephen King did a lot of fucking shit. Oh my God. We are not going to be able to agree or settle on this. I'm going to be honest with you. I just... I I don't agree. Okay. I don't agree. I think you're wrong. I think it's a lot of fun. I love looking for these little things. Let a singular Stephen King work just be that. No. Just that. No. We don't have to know about all of the other things you wrote. Yes, we do. Okay. That's just me. Yeah, it is just you. But anyway. No, I'm all, sure people probably agree. There's some people that, who don't like it. All that to but. say is like I didn't spend any time like looking in the background for Easter eggs because I know there's probably a hundred more. Well, honestly, you didn't have to with the opening. It was right yeah, in your face. Yeah, it was really on the nose. Which I thought was great. Uh, cast and crew. Here we go. Uh, oh, crew and cast. Crew, crew, crew and cast. Crew and cast. Crew and Where cast. Where did my shit go? I don't know. Where did your shit go? I don't know. There it is. I found my shit. <laughs> I have located my shit, everyone. This Congratulations. was directed by Louis Teague and written, the screenplay was written by Stephen King. Wow. And it stars some motherfuckers. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Would you like to know these motherfuckers' names? Yes. Give me the motherfuckers' names. All right. Motherfucking Drew Barrymore. <laughs> motherfucking James Woods. Motherfucking Alan King. Motherfucking Kenneth McMillan. You're motherfucking d- Robert Hayes. You're, you're yep. doing this. You're motherfucking doing this. Candy Clark. James Naughton, you motherfucker. <laughs> Tony Manafo is another motherfucker that we got in this movie. Motherfucking Court Miller. Oh, his name is Court. Motherfucking Russell Horton. Motherfucking Patricia Benson. Their names are the Milkatoasts. Mrs. Milkatoast. Mrs. Milkatoast. Trivia, do you know what the word Milkatoast means? Milkatoast? No. Milkatoast? It means... Toast that's made... I'm totally not looking it up right now because I know what it means. It's French toast. A timid or feeble person. Right. French toast. Uh, motherfucking Mary Darcy. Motherfucking James Reborn. Reborn. His name's his last name's Reborn. Reborn. This motherfucker's reborn. Born he's, again. He's a drunk businessman. He's a yes, he is a drunk business. So shall we keep going? Man. Motherfucking Jack Dylan. As who's janitor. A mother, he's a motherfucking janitor. Now I'm done. Okay, you're done. People are either gonna think that's funny or think it's real annoying. Eh, probably both. <laughs> a bit of both. Probably a little bit of both uh okay that's cast and crew yeah uh, let's do some spook specifics yeah that's a new segment where we're just doing specific stuff that we like to yeah so like. the nor- it's our normal stuff it's but normal we just got fancy words for we it you just have uh, you know me i need names i need structure all right i need discipline so you let's, like discipline. <laughs> let's go by segment i'm detective john kimball i'm a cop you idiot mm. ow, ow. your wife's not here you don't gotta <laughs> put that voice on 
Okay, go ahead. Uh, the first segment is Quitters Inc. And it is the slight synopsis is the cat is picked up by a shady New York doctor in quotations doctor who uses experimental techniques to get people to quit smoking. So this one has James Woods in it. Yes. He's the main character. He is. Um, so first off, this is absolutely not how you put a cat in a cat carrier. I want to just let you guys he know. He like dropped it. In the <laughs> thing is, you let, he had the cat carrier on its side, like up I with the door this, on I the top. Yeah, you yeah. don't do that. You lay it on its side and you push the cat in gently. Okay. I just want to get that out of the way in case he anybody's like watching this fucking movie. Do not put your cat in a cat carrier like just that. dropped it head first. Oh, fucking carrier. dick. Um, I was like, okay, damn. So, I don't know why I didn't write that down. Cause I was also like, what? That was the not, first thing I that's saw. That's not how you fucking do that. And I was stressed asshole. out. I was like, no, I yeah. hope no one's getting any bad ideas from this. Uh, so this is James Woods. And he's so that trying was your little to, PSA. Yeah, that's, yeah. Warning. If you watch this movie, yeah. and James, no yeah. cats were harmed this, in the making I this hope movie. not. Because there was one cat who was being mistreated the whole movie. <laughs> uh, James Woods is obviously that's trying right. to quit smoking. Or yes. he goes to a clinic where he's inquiring about it but then he decides he doesn't want to do it but he doesn't really oh but he doesn't he doesn't have a choice yeah uh this is crazy this seems illegal in all kinds of ways oh it's supposed to be highly illegal yes for sure it is um that's the whole horror of it is like he's trapped and there's no way he's getting out he either quits or his family is murdered and raped raped and murdered yeah i probably that one probably in that order. the other way would be more it wouldn't make a difference, right? But also, they literally say, like, I'm going to have, you know, if you if we catch you smoking a cigarette, I'll have somebody come down and yeah. rape your wife. First, it's like, we're going to, like, sh- bring them here and shock them. And then yeah. So the, then yeah, the first like offense rape. was shock. The second yeah. offense was rape. Yeah. The third offense was his daughter. Yeah, which is fucked up, man. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to go ahead and say this is horror. This is horror. This is horror. This is yeah, definitely psychological sure. horror. Because that's, like... Do whatever you want to me. Yeah. but And I'll be like, oh, shit, that's terrifying. You know, I would hate to go through exa- that. That's like the, the whole point. The second yeah. you make it about my wife and uh-huh. my family. That's exactly how shit. it works. Like, that's why. I would. Yeah. Because a lot of people think the same as you. Because oh he's God. like, oh, it's going to shock me. And then it's like, yeah, no, oh, you're going to shock me. Shock it's like, no, you're going to shock your wife. That's when I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because I kind of forgot about this segment yeah, me a little too. bit. I was yeah. like, I didn't remember this. Um, I think it was interesting seeing james woods as because whenever i think of james woods now i just think of just this throbbing like <laughs> cock of a man yeah because in every role he's in like yeah. we talked about we did john carpenter's vampires and with with my wife yeah. Amanda, and, and didn't we, we do video drama we did video drama so. just all of his characters are just this cocksure dude yeah just waiting to like explode on anyone that comes around him yeah he's just it exudes like douchey like male like masculinity well, you like know, shit. life his it's he's also like that it's in also real life, like so, real life yeah. but um <laughs> but in this one yeah I, in this one you don't get that vibe he, at all yeah he's like nervous he's nervous he's like defensive he's yeah. skittish he's paranoid he's, yeah and he pulls it off he does a he fine does, job he does i and, mean uh, i guess we gotta give him some credit he's yeah. kind of a piece of shit but like good job in this movie james woods yeah yeah you did it but you what made me laugh is when he's waiting in the waiting room for the smoking clinic he like pulls out a cigarette like he's gonna smoke yeah and he's like looking around for a, like a lighter like what are you doing read the room stop it yeah you're in a you're in a quitters anonymous yeah like, what the <laughs> hell you're gonna smoke really oh my gosh that and there were some funny moments i thought when like the uh 
First of all, let me just get out of the way that I was really stressed out about this cat, okay? Put it in the room and shocked <laughs> me. I didn't it like that at all. Pissed me off. Like, yeah. please die, you greasy grease ball. Yeah, I didn't like that. Like, you're so greasy. This poor kitten. Yeah, I didn't like that. Rude. And the, But when he's smushing the cigarettes on the desk oh and he's like gosh. shouting, I have, I, I have that written. I could I, not yeah. stop laughing. I laughed so hard for like a minute. I had to pause it. Yeah. I was like, what the and fuck? And he was like, this is my <laughs> radical way of things. And I was like, ah! oh, so radical. You're going to pound my cigarettes. Yeah. And James Wood's reaction to it is so yeah. funny. He's like, what well, the fuck is like, happening? He's like, I could get one at like every corner. Like, <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Oh, that was so funny. It's so out of place mm-hmm. and jarring and hilarious. And he's like <laughs> shouting and just smashing them <laughs> across the desk. Smashing all the cigarettes. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, like let's talk about the score on this one too. When he's creeping down the stairs in the middle of the night during that thunderstorm, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of eerie. There's like an upbeat tune on the bridge, and then there's like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. The score is bad in this movie. Yeah, it's, it's real something. Bad. Somebody did not know what they were. But doing. like when he's on that bridge, like looking to smoke, it, like it's like this upbeat. That he was on the bridge, I guess, during traffic, and he like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. there's like this upbeat like beat, and Mike was like literally dancing in the doorway when he walked by. <laughs> nice. It was like ridiculous. Also, that's the same bridge that they used in, in uh, Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, yeah, I know. So that I was funny. That up, yeah. But uh, yeah, the score on this one is goofy. Yeah. Goofy, goofy. I'm pretty sure that. I mean, oh wait, never mind. I don't know why I was gonna say that. What? I was gonna say that there's some. I was gonna say like Stephen King was on coke when he probably did this movie too, but he didn't direct this movie. No, he did not. He only directed the one movie. But I think some of the people in this movie might have been on coke. Yeah, because there's some interesting choices in this movie. I'd say. Um, I think. <laughs> look, I'm assuming he wrote the dialogue too. Stephen King has weird dialogue. I've heard. Like the yeah. the we, guy who catches the like. We talked about this during Dreamcatcher. What's his name? Um, this is jo- our third Stephen King movie, by yeah. the way. Yeah. Great. I mean, I do agree with the fact that no, like, it's our he, fourth. We did Children of the Corn. Oh shit! This is our fourth Stephen King movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Have uh, we done any others? I don't know. We might have. We might have. I do <laughs> agree with you that like no one, very few people have affected the horror movie genre m- more than Stephen King. Yeah, has. not even just horror movies, but the horror like book like genre like we wouldn't have See, it, so it, much yeah. without him and if you like add that into it like yeah the, the dude has done more for yeah. us horror fans than oh yeah so i'm not gonna say any, him. i'm not praise gonna say him. anyone but like he's up there who has affected horror more than him i mean john when you start getting up to yeah john know. carpenter but like, like, when you think about it but when you start getting up there like the list gets real thin yeah it's no. a, just a handful of people like Wes craven john carpenter stephen king like yeah, George Romero, whatever. But like George Romero. Stephen King is like a god. But even even you can even like, you know, yeah. There's there's not a lot. But like you start coming down a little bit and you say like, uh, you know, uh, Clive Barker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, he's, but he hasn't affected it as much as no. like they have. Like those those guys. Yeah. That's a real small list, and Stephen King is definitely on it. So we're gonna allow him to put as much stuff into his movies yeah, that relate to his right, other movies fine. as we want. Chalk your movies full <laughs> of whatever. But like, let's talk about Stephen King in all his movies. Like, I know he's writing the scripts or whatever. So what? And like, even in the books, like his like dialogue is sometimes like so silly and goofy. Like you have like the thug guy. I don't know his name's like Junk or whatever. Like the who the one who caught the cat or whatever. He says stupid shit like oh fiddly sticks when the cat gets away. <laughs> My mom says that. I know, but like, <laughs> who says that when you're like a like supposed to be like a beefy like. Got, Wait, like who said muscle this? man like the 
in this, this segment, it's like the guy who catches the cat, who's like the assistant, like the like oh yeah, dumb yeah, yeah. like okay. beefy assistant yeah, for the yeah, fuck yeah. like the head guy. Okay, and he says like silly stuff like oh fiddlesticks, and like even in when we get to the next oh, my segment, mom, my mom doesn't say fiddlesticks. She says fiddle dee dee. Oh, oh, you're so cute. But when we get to the next segment, when we do like this stupid like dialogue, that's like you're in a grade A trouble, buckaroo, and boingo. Like what the fuck is up with the dialogue? Well, in doctor, in uh, like, not doctor. Dreamcatcher, you mentioned that. You put my bag. And he's like, fuckery, fuckery. Fuckery. Which I love, but still. Uh, what does he say? What does he say? Oh, uh, God, I don't remember. Yeah. He says something along the lines of th- what you were talking about about this movie saying. He says, it was, it was some stupid thing that he said that went right along with what you were talking yeah. about. Damn it. I, I don't know. But he was. always has weird. And look, I I'm love I'm going to remember it at some point I in this know. episode. Just and shout I'm, it and out. then I'm just going to yell it. Yeah. But he always chooses the silliest dialogue, which I think it's hilarious. But it's also like nobody talks like this, even in the eighties. Nobody. I'm gonna remember. All right. Well. He goes like, "What in the something is this?" Mm. I don't know. But anyways, shall I keep going, or do you want to add some more stuff? I'm talking a lot um, here. We're still in the first segment. Yes, we are. Um, There's not a lot more to add. I have like a couple things, but if you get to it first, we'll. If someone made me sit and watch my wife as they, sh- uh, Amanda, like mm-hmm. picture Amanda. If somebody, and because I put myself through this when I was watching it, I was like, if somebody did this to me, because mm-hmm. he just kind of sits there and takes it and he's yeah. like, oh no, this is terrible. Yeah. One, they'd have to restrain me because yeah. I would be like, on another planet yeah angry and upset and like raging because i felt myself getting mm-hmm. angry when i was watching this so if somebody did that to my wife yeah uh if they restrained me and there was nothing i could do i'm pretty sure i'd black out i'd yeah. black out i yeah. wouldn't be able to i'd be so fucking mad i would be yeah i can't believe how understanding she was too yeah after explained also, it to her i'd be like the fuck i'm out of here yeah for real I don't know, man. That that made me like palpably angry. Yeah. I was like, if somebody did that to me, they I, like I'm not a man of means and mm-hmm. I'm not like physically fit, but those people should be worried. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't have a lot of confidence that I. But I would. Come, yeah, I can't imagine I how that come, guy has not been murdered for I would doing that. To come people. up with something. Yeah. You, you something would happen to you. I'd be so next level. Like, mm-hmm. if you were my girlfriend, remember when I used to say that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that like just watching it made me mad. Yeah. It pissed me off. I was like, how? Especially because if you like go out of there, you come back in, get a gun, you're good. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, I love the part where look, I know it's the '80s, but going to a party where everyone is constantly smoking, <laughs> man, that room has to smell awful. But not even just that, the crazy vision he was having. Yeah, the hallucinations oh he was having. The little kids were smoking. That was hilarious. There's like giant <laughs> cigarettes, like cigarette boxes dancing. Yeah, there was a dude that was smoking like eight cigarettes yeah. in his mouth and then two in his ears. Them, yeah. and, like, <laughs> it was oh, so funny. That was probably my favorite part of this. It was so crazy. I imagine. I don't. I. I never. I never was that fully addicted to cigarettes. But I do yeah. remember quitting for a while when I was smoking like half a pack a day. I do remember being difficult. Yeah. And I. And I can definitely see somebody, not like straight up hallucinating stuff like this, but like. Oh yeah. Being around any amount of cigarettes just driving them. Ooh, excuse me. Completely insane like this. That's got to be a yeah. thing. 
And what was really annoying is like that guy's like, come on, have a smoke. Like seriously, like, but like he just quit. Like, That's so out. fucked up. Yeah. I would have punched him in the throat. Punch him in the throat. Definitely. Claw his eyes out. Oh my God. That's so Murder rude. Him. Murder his family. Murder everyone he <laughs> loves. Well, you know, it could happen. It could. But that, the, <laughs> the hallucinations was so good. That was great. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, Yeah. Does James Woods, does James Woods character get Stockholm Syndrome? He like because by he the end it seems like yeah because and then everyone's like cheersing to it yeah but then his wife's finger yeah because he cut said off. that he said that he would cut off his wife's little like picky finger if he gains weight because he he's gains taking those weight, diet yeah, pills because now he's like a face of their company yeah because like he lost all the stuff and oh he's, like, my god yeah it seemed like everyone was like faking their happiness or whatever so they won't get like tortured and stuff yeah but honestly that was my a little bit of my problem with the ending is I wanted a little bit more. I wanted someone to die. You wanted someone to die. Definitely. Yeah. It was like a Tales from the Crypt episode in that regard. Yeah. I feel like the first two both were like a Tales from the Crypt episode. Yeah. Well, I definitely feel like the second one was. All right. You got anything else for the verse? Nope. That's Let's it. Let's move on to the second. Okay. Um... First off, people betting on a cat. Oh, you do well, let me just give you a little synopsis. The cat is picked up by Kresner, a shady, everyone's shady apparently according to the synopsis, a shady Atlantic City millionaire who forces his wife's lover to walk a narrow ledge around his high-rise penthouse apartment. Ba-ba-ba-bum. Indeed. That was slick, right? Yeah, you were fast. <laughs> Got my beer. Um, the first thing I want to say about this is that there's a scene where they're betting because be, the whole thing is like they'll bet on anything yeah which is stupid and our cat has made it all the way to atlantic city from new york uh via a barge yeah doesn't he get on a ship at one point uh, yeah like a ferry yeah like. like a ferry and he makes it all the way to atlantic city um gets fed by a hobo under the bridge with a sausage so thank you hobo for that thanks hobo but moving on um <laughs> Yeah, so but yeah, he shows up and the first thing that happens to him is he's trying to cross the street. Mm -hmm. A busy, busy street, yeah. And they start betting on whether or not he's going to live. That was a little upsetting. Yeah, and like, the, really? Fuck you guys. And you have these like fucking um, disgusting, this couple who's betting that the cat's going to die and they're like trying to call the cat across the street yeah, to yeah, get yeah, hit. Yeah. And they're like, here, kitty, kitty. And it's like, wow, I hope you both die. Please. The, the level of care that people had for animals mm -hmm. post- 95 yeah was unacceptable <laughs> i feel like Stephen king was pointing out like yeah this cat's badass though like fuck you guys because like the, oh, girl, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. the girl was saying like that it could defeat all these odds the girl was like saying oh my daddy said all cats should be drowned well sis your daddy was a cunt and your you guys are all cunts for betting on well poor sis cat. your daddy like was without a cunt. trying to help it cunts i'm serious cunts. <laughs> like who even says that like who even says that yeah well, your daddy should have been drowned. Okay, I'm sorry. I get so offended. You know I love my cats. That's funny. And I feel like... I love oh you too, God. buddy. I every love little, you too. Little... Come here. Come here. Meepo is me. Come here. Not... Meepo doesn't like talking to us no. ta about, talking about cats. So Anyways, much. moving on. Oh, he came to me, not you. Yeah, well, fuck you. Meepo loves me more than he loves you. He really doesn't. I know. <laughs> what were we saying? But he I was... love him more than I love you. You should. I do. I love him more than I love you too. <laughs> good um what were you saying what was i saying i don't know i was calling everyone's dad's cunts oh uh, but that was like a that was another thing because i remember my dad i remember, <laughs> you remember my, i remember my dad i remember my dad um 
My dad hated cats too. He did not like cats. Ew. And he didn't like he didn't go out of his way to hurt. In fact, we had two cats. Yeah, I could see your mom with a cat. Yeah, we had two cats. My sister liked cats. And I could my, see your sister mom, with a cat. My mom liked cats. So he was tolerant, but mm-hmm. he didn't like them. Oh my god, my dad had like seven cats. But he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't like I want to drown all cats. Yeah. Because that's like the weirdest but, thing to say. But he did it jokingly sometimes. And I never Drown f- cats? No. Yeah, he jokingly, <laughs> hey, look at this cat I'm drowning. <laughs> Isn't this silly? Oh, I'm gonna kill you. No, they go on. Um I, I would I remember distinctly because I laughed so hard when I was a kid. And I must have been like eight or nine. And it was this commercial came on and it was like this cat walking mm-hmm. on, on everything and knocking things over. Oh. He needs and, kitten and it was like an infomercial and this mm-hmm. is like the early 90s and and the the guy a guy came on the screen is like is your cat being too loud no, he, he was like how do you keep that darn cat from getting on everything and my dad goes throw a brick at it oh my god <laughs> <laughs> when i was like eight years old i thought that was the funniest i mean that is thing. funny but that don't do the that funniest thing i'd ever heard your dad's a cunt confirm <laughs> no, my dad's not uh. a cunt I don't know. Previous episodes, you might be saying otherwise. Eh, maybe I'm getting older and I'm Aww. forgiving. Oh, look at you. Let's move on. Listen to your heart. <laughs> Listen to your heart. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so the premise of this is, yeah, the um, eccentric, I guess not eccentric, but like the wealthy husband who's older, obviously a bit older than his wife, is going to make his uh, wife's lover walk. He's like a old tennis star yeah like walk around the ledge of his high rise which is kind of funny which is funny because then when he's going around he's like doing all these crazy things he's got like a horn he's like shooting him with the hose the gangster dude is doing all this yeah they both are yeah the gangster dude and his enforcer yeah the gangster dude who says you're in grade a trouble buckaroo and boingo when he hits somebody every time he hits somebody he goes boingo did you notice that the uh that his enforcer or whatever they call him Hmm. Uh, was the same type of uh, mafia gang dude in Dumb and Dumber? What? Same guy. No. The guy that dies of a heart attack. It is. It is the same guy. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> the yeah, guy where yeah, they're like, yeah. you want to hear the most annoying sound, sound in the yeah. world. <laughs> oh, wow. Full yeah, circle. Same guy. Same exact character, too. That's crazy. And I'm pretty sure yeah. I've seen him in other movies and shows and yeah. shit where he was always the same character. Yeah. Anyway. But then, then make it, they're like, we're going to make you walk this ledge. Um, and then if you do it, you can have my wife, my mon- the money. I'll give you money. I'll give you whatever. Or if you don't, I planted drugs in your car and you're going to jail. Bitch, I'm going to jail. I'm out. I, I had the same thing written I'm down. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that at all. That's crazy. Like, who even goes, yeah, sure. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, I could see somebody without a fear of heights. Because there are people out there that heights, nah. don't, heights don't bother them at all. It's like, all right, I'll get on this thing and I'll just walk around. Now I'll fine. poop my pants. Um, but most people are going to poop their pants. Yeah, I'm but not even, like, that scared of heights, but, like, that that's way too high. There yeah. are some people out there that would not bat an eye. They'd yeah, like, which yeah, is crazy. Uh, all right, I don't give a shit. That's, like, the easiest thing anyone's asked me to do. Until which, you're which getting, Which is crazy like, yeah. to me, right? Until you're getting fucked with. There's a horn. That but have you seen falls in slow motion have you seen the i feel like they're getting more and more popular but have you seen these videos of like uh and this used to be a thing way back when and i guess it just never stopped or it's getting more popular now i don't mm-hmm. know they keep seeing these videos of people scaling no. like office buildings nope 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 have you seen any of those nope nope yeah it's nope. like a thing again uh, it doesn't sound like something i'm trying to support no way and most of the videos are people in the office building 
like, like this yeah. guy's climbing up. I'm 37 stories up, and this oh dude gosh. just like climbed. Oh my gosh! No, no ropes, no nothing. That's insane. I could never. Yeah, that's really crazy. Some people are. And now they're dead. <laughs> no, people do that their whole lives, and they they're fine. Um. So yeah, not doing that. Yeah, not at all. Not a chance. I would have been like, yeah, I definitely would have been like sent me to prison. Yeah, right. I would have definitely died. I would have either died or I would have froze and I just would have been up there for forever Yeah, because there was no cell phones or anything. That's true. And they would just be like, all right, good night. I would have never done it. I would have went to prison. I would have stayed up there. I would have stayed up there. Actually, maybe that's not a bad strategy, although you're still going to jail for heroin. Yeah. And the plus they're going to try and still mess with you. Yeah. But if you found a spot where they couldn't mess with you and you just chilled, somebody would see you up there eventually. Somebody yeah. would look up and you'd be like, hey, and they'd I be hope like, holy so. shit. I hope so. And they'd come and get you. But then you get down and. But nah. it's so high up. Then you get down and now you're. Going to jail. Now you're going to jail. For yeah. Heroin. Might as well just go to jail. <laughs> you might as well. Yeah. yeah. Just do, go not to, pa- yeah. do not pass go. Directly to go. Yeah. Jail. Uh, and like, you know, hey, you're definitely going to jail, man. Yeah. This dude's this dude has a lot of money. He's well connected. Yeah, you're definitely. Some, you're some old deadbeat like tennis star. Yeah everyone's gonna believe that you're selling coke yeah grade a trouble buckaroo still rather go to jail than be dead yeah seriously Ugh. or poop my pants yeah we kicked the shit out of that pigeon oh uh, first <laughs> off that bird pecking his would, ankles he would have flown away if he kept nudging it he nudged it like 44 fucking times he kicked the shit out of that yeah thing. it was like <laughs> so that wasn't the same bird that pecked the old the millionaire guy there's a different bird was that his brother i guess seeking revenge i thought that was yeah I i'm felt- a bird yeah you killed my father prepare to die prepare to die <laughs> so um, yeah i like that part um, i like that he makes it and he gets his revenge but he, but you think like yeah he made it he's gonna get the money and the woman but no the woman's head is in a bag wait i don't remember this you don't remember that don't they remember don't even that. show you her head because it's pg-13 but they'd like say like oh yeah you're gonna get the woman and then he like kicks a bag and the head rolls out Oh, that I forgot was the about woman. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even in the end, no, he doesn't I, get his wow, way. I didn't write that down, and I watched this movie like two weeks ago, and I so totally it, forgot about it. That's right. Yeah. Obviously, they can't show you more. You don't see the face, but you like it's implied that it's her because it's PG thirteen. So they like kind of kept it like you know, PG thirteen. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was great. It was that nasty. Yeah. Uh, so I always thought like, oh damn. Yeah, it's a cool little twist. And then like, I there's, totally forgot about that. There is that like. <laughs> The horn scene, he's like honking a horn at that guy and it falls down. It's like so slow motion. Like, what the fuck? Man? Oh, yeah. It was so cheesy and then it makes that horn noise. At the, yeah, at the bottom. Oh, it's like completely gosh. crushed. Yeah. Which I don't think would happen. Yeah. And then when the person lands on the horn, I guess, because it makes that noise right. at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, at the very end. So he does like get his revenge as in he like has the guy, the, the millionaire, or whatever, walk the ledge yeah. as his payback. And obviously he's not fit or whatever. He's not going to make it. And you but see much him like fall. Brad Pitt and Seven, mm-hmm. his revenge and rage were for naught. Yes. What's in the bone? What's in the bone? And I did think the CGI was a bit of a laugh where they show the guy fall. It's like a no, black. Sh- that's my favorite kill. Oh, okay. Well, there's only two kills in the whole damn movie. I know. <laughs> so, but anyways, I still thought it was funny. The silhouette. Anyways, would you like to add anything to the ledge? This no. felt like a Tales of the Crap episode for sure. No, this one was not horror and it I had a lot of fun watching it. I really did again. And I always have fun when I watch this movie. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm gonna stop. Mm-hmm. Cause I could 
I could list like three or four things about this segment that are just truly stupid. Honestly, yeah, we I'm, really didn't go there. I'm not going there this episode because I like this movie and I would like I would like my love for it to remain intact. That's fair. If I start analyzing that segment, I'm going to shit all over it because it's real dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to because I like it. That's fair. So let's get to the last segment. Segment three, the general, which is um, the, the general, the general, which is a cat. The cat arrives in North Carolina where it is found by Amanda, the little girl he is sent to protect where he must fight a little troll that comes through her wall to try and suck her breath. Did you write these synopses? Uh, I copied them. Oh, okay. But, you know. So anyways, let me just point out that like it's called the general because that's what she names the cat. Yeah, yeah. For the record, the last segment, the old millionaire guy named the cat Sebastian, which I thought was cute too that he even gave it a name. Yeah, yeah. Because like it made it across the road and he said it was his good luck charm so he picked up the cat but still. I don't remember that either. Yeah. That was the very end of the movie? No, it was in the segment, the last segment. That was at the end of the movie though, right? What? No. The cat makes it to... No, this... It, the cat makes it to North Carolina. The, I'm talking about the second segment. The cat makes it across the street and then the old guy says, yeah, it's my lucky cat. And then he takes it home and names it Sebastian. Okay. And then now the cat has made it to North Carolina on a train, mind you. Okay. Like a like a, a hobo cart. It's got like a I, stick I was, with a bandana. I thought you said a millionaire took the cat. And I was no, like, I no. That. that was the second segment. Okay. And then, I the, was like, yeah. and then I was like, wait a second. Does this have any connection to... Tales from the Dark Side? No. Because that cat with the with the millionaires, the the rich people. No, no, remember no. that pops yeah, yeah. out of that dude's oh yeah, God, no. I love that segment. Mm, so good. Dude, Tales from the oh, Tales yeah. from the Dark Side is fucking You yeah, know what? We did that one. I might everyone go back to that episode. I might say it. That's my favorite. I think Tales from the Dark Side is my favorite anthology movie. It's mine. Yeah. It's definitely mine. It's up that and Creep Show. Those are my top two. Oh, Creep Show so It's good so hard, too. right? It's Arr. hard because they're both so perfect. Ah. But I think Creep Show overall has the most amount of segments that you like like overall like i feel like yeah like there's but no i like mm, i like yeah. all of them it tells me i can't uh, they're both my top top tough, yeah body bags is right on anything well too. we'll talk about that oh, next i can't week. wait to watch body bags this week but anyways so segment three the cat makes it north carolina <laughs> to help amanda the little girl um against a troll that is coming through her little walls uh-huh the cute little trolls also cat on a train that's how it got there I cat on a train and then it's in cat the, going on the train and to then get it's to north carolina in the, in the back of a pickup take truck. your shirt off Rip around your head like a helicopter. <laughs> but uh, the cat is also ends up in the back of a truck, like a pickup truck, and it's like hanging over the side. It's fucking adorable. Okay. Why don't I remember any of this? Uh, oh, because you watched, watched it like it three weeks, weeks ago. ago yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so shall you start? Shall I start? Let's start. Um, there's some really great. I love all of the weird. It really made me laugh when I was watching it. Well, maybe not laugh, but it chuckled, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. All of like the troll POV vision oh, where you cute. hear him like yeah. laughing and shit and running around. His <laughs> voice was the best. Like he couldn't do anything without making some type of noise. And when it. he shouts like meow. Yeah. Like fuck. It's so funny. I love that little troll. <laughs> yeah. Adorable. Adorable. Adorable indeed. So let's say um, the real villain in this movie is. The mom. No, she's the second villain. The real villain is the kill shelter. The biggest villain oh is the kill God. shelter. Yes, 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 I wrote that, that down. That was so fucking depressing. They have a euthanasia room. Yeah. With yeah. It, which is basically, as far as I can, can, can like, figure it, because it showed that on, ominous like black smoke pouring yeah. out of the chimney. Yeah. So they're just burning them alive? Well, like, I'm assuming doing? not alive. I'm assuming that's what they do with their bodies. All right, okay. I'm hoping. I'm Dude. hoping. But like, that's the real villain in this movie. And then the mom. Why do they do that? 
I don't know, but that it hurts. Should not it hurts my be, feelings. I don't like it. That shouldn't. I've never, as, since I since I was a kid, and I found out that we just like, well, if we can't find a home for him, we just euthanize him. Well, it's there's what? some there's a lots of no kill shelters that, now, which is, is great. Okay? But unfortunately, there are still kill shelters out there, and it's still is, legal? especially like Philadelphia has it's it. Still yeah, legal. it's still that's there. There's nothing they could do, I guess. Yeah. Why? I don't know, but it's awful and it's heartbreaking. I want to save all the animals. Do you remember? And I don't even see why it's a that big of a problem do you remember when when uh we played that really shady show in that really bad part of philly yeah it actually turned out to be a, a wait was it someone's house yeah yes there was like three cats out there there were like three thousand cats yeah. out there even with that many cats, i think i had treats in the car yeah you fed some of them and then you quickly were like i need to stop feeding these cats immediately because they all just yeah. started coming out of everywhere and like no yeah they were like in a back alley it just was like, like hanging an, out on a in, pile of trash it was like an infestation and like no shade they were all like flea ridden and oh, i felt sure. so bad but like did any single one of those cats bother you? No. Did any single one of those cats try to scratch you or cause nope. any problems? No. Nope. Why do we need to hunt them down and burn them? I don't know. Just People leave them awful. alone. Who cares? They'll move. They could move into my house. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. is the point? Why, why are we doing that? It, but it, it's just, unfortunately, that's the way it is. People suck, man. Yeah, people fucking suck. People go shit. That's a slipknot. I don't says. kill bugs in my apartment. I know. I put them outside. I, well we try not those stinky bugs though get out of here oh little stink bugs oh god don't all them there's no purpose for them i picked them up they're cute i pick up plenty of bugs that like are good for the environment like spidey boys get out my house so if they're not good for the environment you just kill them but yeah they don't have any purpose they're alive life always has a purpose <laughs> <laughs> all right not for people get out all right, let's talk about the movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, we're talking about the troll segment. The troll is adorable. Um, the troll is adorable. The cast name is General. That's fucking adorable. Um, the mom is the worst person in the world, and I hate her. Yeah, she sucks. She makes the cat stay outside at Yo, first. I just want to say something. If my little girl came to me mm-hmm. and she was like, Daddy, this cat keeps all mm-hmm. of my bad dreams away. Can mm-hmm. we keep the cat Fuck yes, we can For keep the cat. For the record, the dad was of great. Of course we can keep the cat. The dad cat. was great. He was trying. He yeah. was trying to convince the mom. He was suplexed her. He was like, <laughs> yo, get the fuck out of he here. He really was. He was like working on it. He was a great dad. He was hilarious. He was like, he did like the uh, funny so voice with the grandma. Not so much of a great dad letting his wife walk all over him. You know, sometimes, you know, they say happy wife, happy life, which I don't agree with. Um, You know, everyone should be happy. Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. In the happy home. But like, you know, this is 85. People think that. Yeah, 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 there was that whole thing. But seriously, if, if... But that's the point. She's the villain and we're trying yeah, to root sucks. for the cat. Yeah. I do love when he's like... And she's like, says like, the cat's still kid's breath, which was like a thing they try to make us believe at the end there. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but I love that the dad like mocks the grandma's voice. Like, he like tells the story. Yeah, like, yeah. So I thought the dad was great, honestly. He was one of my favorite people in this movie. Not the, my favorite character, obviously. The dad is great. No, the, your favorite character is the cat. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> duh. So it's, it's mine too. Okay. Well, dad is funny. I thought he was great. Mom is awful. She's the worst. Um, <laughs> some things here. Let's get to the troll fight one. The troll well, goblin on. I, thing. I wanted to say some other stuff. Okay. To the troll fight. The troll fight is the fucking culmination of this entire movie. All right. Well, go. It's amazing. Um... Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. You want to say some things and now you don't know what you want to say. Oh, um, I, you said something that made me like flashback and remember. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I mentioned in the beginning of this segment that like the little troll scared the shit out of me. Yeah. 
I remember because you said like, oh, they try to convince us. This troll is trying to steal the little girl's breath. Oh yeah. I remember being in like first grade mm-hmm. when I saw this, um, and I, for for like an entire month, mm-hmm. I would sleep with like my blanket oh, yeah, over yeah, my yeah. mouth, and I'd like tuck it in. Mm-hmm. But then it get too hot, and I'd be like. I would like put it over my head and like just barely have my mouth out of the covers so I could and then eventually I'd fall asleep and dude I remember doing that because of this movie because I didn't want that troll to steal my breath yeah and because that troll was definitely in my room every night (laughs) yeah because we I had a co-worker who was talking about this movie and he said like I would go around like the side of my walls and like make sure there's no opening I'm telling you man this this movie scared the fuck out of some kids I am one of them honestly the only reason I wasn't scared is because I had you had, you had your cats. Yeah, yeah. the and protector you like, cat. And you yeah. watched the cat fuck up the troll at the end of this, which we're getting yeah. to. Segue. So there's a cat troll face off, which is like so great. Epic. So much troll fun. Cat face off. Yeah, it's hilarious too because there's like oh some God. silly shit in here, like there's the some record player stuff. shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, Cartoony. Well, shit. let me start. I'll start by saying like also when the cat escapes the kill shelter, the music is like superhero action music, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I thought that was hilarious. I wanted to mention Still that in a the score is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, yes, yeah, it's a superhero scene in the action film. Go kitty. Go kitty. Go kitty. Team kitty. <laughs> Team kitty. Team pussy. All right. Meow. <laughs> um, so let's get to the face off. I'm going to make a t-shirt that says. Team pussy. Forsaken cinema. Team pussy. Meow. And it's going to be cat. That's going to be a little t- cat's eye logo. I love it. That'd make a cool shirt actually. It would. Just start making shirts. You guys want to buy more merch? Eh? Maybe eh? I'll start doing that. Some of them look eh? bad. I'm not, I'm not like great at like graphic design and stuff. Or anything. Or anything really. Um, except giving you the finger. I'm good at that. See? No one can it's see it. It's not them. happening. I don't see I'm it. I'm real great at that. So can you tell me <laughs> how you felt about the cat troll face-off since this episode is going to be three hours long? <laughs> I thought it was great. I'm with you. I thought it was cartoony, but like in in like the best kind oh, of ways. Oh, dude, the best way. Um, and I actually wrote down the record player, him getting that called That is like my player, favorite like, part. Wah, 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 and wah, she's wah, like wah, faster. Wah. And the cat's literally turning the turning speed the up. Like up. how? <laughs> then it flies in the fan and gets uh, all fucked up. This is the best part. Uh. Yeah, it, it's and it goes on for like a little bit. Oh yeah, there's like an epic back it's and a forth lot battle. Of fun, yeah. yeah. Sometimes the troll has the upper hand. Sometimes yeah. the cat has the upper hand. Uh, it's really upper great. Paul. And yeah. I'm gonna say this: um, the effects that they use because the troll is tiny and the oh, cat's yeah. there. They use a mixture of, and I didn't look this up. I just this is what I think they did. Um, there's a pretty even mixture of green screen and then actual mm-hmm. set designs where yeah. everything's like way big and they made a bunch of stuff that was big and they combine the two and it, it looks it looks pretty good most of yeah, it yeah I think so I think it looks great you the, can't, to me you can't really tell that much probably the worst part about it was when he's on her bed yeah yeah then it looks a little cheesy yeah. but like during the fight everything looks pretty mm-hmm. real and that's definitely a dude in a suit oh yeah with just like yeah. oversized stuff that they made yeah. and that's definitely a cat is it? I uh, felt like it was more like a person in a cat suit. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a per- yeah. You didn't think well? No. Neither did I. No. Okay. I was like, <laughs> let me call a cat over here. You seen a cat before? No. Honestly, they do that in Cujo where mm-hmm. they use uh, yeah. a, a, a like is is it one? It's one dude in like a dog suit. You can't even actually tell. No. They use it so sparingly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, in between like the actual dog stuff. So. Spoiler alert! I don't really like the movie Cujo. I like the movie Cujo, but it's not my favorite. I like what's her name though. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. What's her name? D. Wallace. Yes, that's her name. I'm into her. She's still fucking hot. Yeah, I did it. Now? Yeah, now. Why not? How old is she? Sixty. <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna find out. We are. D. 
50. Well, she's still doing stuff. She's great, right? Yeah, she's still acting. She's 73. So what do you think? Uh, D. Wallace. Holla at you, girl. Hold on. D. Wallace 2022. This really is turning into that kind of show. Oh, huh? it's fine. Yeah, she's a nice older lady. It looks like, yeah, no, too much like your mom, probably. Still hitting it. Oh, what? <laughs> Sorry. She is gorgeous. I don't even care that she's 70. She's a gorgeous woman. Yes. D. Wallace, you are a gorgeous ass woman. A icon. Anyways, back to the show, Dum Dum. Okay. Um, Epic troll cat battle. Awesome. Yes. Where obviously General is the victor. Yes. So we were rooting for him the whole time. And I also love the ending when Amanda is blackmailing her mom. Because her mom's like, you can't tell anybody about this because they see like the little knife. They see like the arm. Like they know some shit's going down. Um, Also, I forgot to say, fuck that bird. Um, Because the bird dies. Polly, which is like a basic name. Lame. Oh, and okay. she blames it on the cat because she thinks it's oh, a cat. Oh, right. Really the, the troll. troll. The, the troll. Yeah, which I get, but rude. The troll eat it? No, it just like ripped it apart, I think. Oh. You don't see it. That's the problem. It's PG-13. Yeah. It probably ate it though, right? Yeah. But then like the cat knocks the, the birdcage over to get the troll to leave. Right. So yeah. It looks like she did. But anyways, um, so the mom's he like. It. Yeah. The mom's like, you can't tell anybody. So the kid's like, on one condition, General gets to stay and yeah. we sleep in my bed. Like, yes, queen. Yeah. You tell him. Drew Barrymore for the win. Perfect ending. She was a great little child actor. She was. Actress. She was. She was really great. Might be. Um, that's all I have. Do you have anything else to add? No. I like this movie a lot. Highly oh, recommend it. Oh, definitely. Forsaken Cinema recommends uh, Stephen Eye. King's Cat's Eye. It's a fun one. Yeah, you should definitely check it out if you haven't. Um, And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that haven't. Yeah. So. Which is crazy, but it's true. Yeah, I was talking to somebody. Especially the younger crowd. I was talking to somebody at work the other day about Cat's Eye. Who's also, he's also a Oh, you big, keep mentioning this person. Big horror Yeah, I got mentioned them by name. And like finding like horror, for some, somehow people at my job have discovered that like, I'm yeah. like, because I've always, I don't talk to a ton of people at yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. I have my like core, like two I only work people. with 10 people, so. <laughs> oh, wow. I work yeah. with over like 150. Yeah, that's too much. But I only have like a couple that I really like click with. Yeah. And I don't know how some people like somehow like like two or three people found out that I one of them found my podcast oh but found this podcast this podcast oh uh if you're listening hey hey your name will remain anonymous okay um no it's probably Nick Nick if you're listening hi hi how, Nick how are you doing hi Nick how's your hockey star son um <laughs> hopefully better than the Flyers bye oh my god anybody's I mean his son's team could probably take the Flyers right now anyway um no, somebody else found out that I was in a horror movie as we were talking, and uh, I brought I brought up Cat's Eye, and we both kind of were like, it's dumb, yeah, but, but it's so much fun. Yeah, and it's, it's like got a, a place movie. in your heart. Yeah. You can't, yeah. So anyway, that's all I have to say about Cat's right. Eye. We got any uh, creepy, creepy questions? questions? No, I don't. Mine was going to be like, Would you, if, you're, if you're James Wood in this situation, you're going to be able to quit? Hell, you're yeah. going to do it, Easy. right? Very easily. Yeah. Very easy. The thing that would get me... And I thought about this. This is actually a good question. Yeah. Because I thought about this. The thing that would get me is that I would be afraid that eventually I would forget. Oh, okay. Yes. Because I was saying, like, would you be able to do it before the first instance? 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 Jesus. Of Amanda being shocked. Would you be able to quit before that? Or no, you'd forget and then you'd go through that and then you'd quit. Yeah. Yeah, because they scared him pretty bad at the place. He saw the woman. Yeah. And I don't smoke that much. Mm-hmm. I smoke four or five a night after the kids go to bed. Maybe. But that's still nothing. A lot of times it's two or three. But just quitting cold turkey, though. 
I, that's scary if i was smoking every day and addicted to cigarettes could i quit yes hell yeah i could quit immediately if somebody threatened ugh, my family and i had any any inkling that they could actually follow through with their plans uh-huh yeah it'd be, what is smoking right it's not that important. yeah it's an addiction but like my that's my wife and, and my kids and my family you. and yeah so and honestly it's for the better you are quitting smoking you're not walking the ledge (laughs) but here's here's the problem with smoking thing you know you 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 don't know how long they're watching you yeah exactly the guy was in the closet the whole night 10 years from now you're at a party Mm -hmm. you're drinking Mm -hmm. and you don't remember Mm -hmm. and you're like whatever i have a cigarette and like i don't remember why because i'm drunk yeah what did they get you then you light one up and then you come home and your wife's gone and you like, oh, tortured. shit. Yeah. So that could happen. So that would be my biggest worry was but that I hope, like eventually I would forget. But they say like they only like watch you nonstop for the first couple months. But at 10 years from now. So even would if they I, even be watching you at that point? Yeah. T- 10 years from now. Well, I don't know. I felt like the segment kind of implied that they are. They're yeah. always watching. But like like the first couple of months they say like or six months is when they're in your closet overnight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so you make it six months and they're yeah, like. Yeah, not as, you know, strict. So you think they'd be off you in 10 years? So it, no, I don't know. It depends. Depends. See, that would always be in the back of my head. It would always yeah. be there. Well, then that's good. Yeah. I'd let him torture Michael. <laughs> i don't even smoke I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna start smoking you're watching him in the window like oh no please stop and you're like hey, and you pull out a cigarette what else are you gonna do and like, <laughs> like what if that's like the cigarette what if that's what i'm Make into him do something else <laughs> but like can i press the button can you let me press the button if like, i smoked a cigarette can i press that like big what red if button? that's like my my jam why does that big red button say kill if Ooh. i smoke another cigarette will you let me push well, i don't want to be killer <laughs> i want him to be like electrocuted freaky torture you know okay. just let me you know all right you're a weird person <laughs> anyways that was it so you're not you will quit smoking you're not walking a ledge no and you're gonna get the cat got it yeah i'm a good person yeah and plus molly <laughs> loves cats so if you guys have animals you need a fucking cat yeah. oh no alex is allergic Alex is mildly allergic. I know because he comes over here sometimes. And if honestly we had a like, sh- like a shorter haired. Oh my gosh! Get a, a naked like Siamese no, God, cat. No, they're so cute. I heard these cats are mean. No, they're not. No. I don't know. I know someone who has three of them. Oh really? Yeah. They're nice cats. Does he says so? He uh, also doesn't feed them cat food. He feeds them tuna. They're so stuck up. I feel like my daughter would be terrified seeing a hairless cat in yeah the middle, probably middle of the night. well she always she can come over here and just see my cat she would have one of two reactions either i love the cat mm-hmm. unconditionally full-on like i don't care that it doesn't have any furs yeah. my cat or she would be terrified she'd probably be terrified i think she'd be terrified yeah. of it honestly yeah. well she always comes whenever she's here she loves the cats here and they yeah. like her back so that's true no problem she loves cats yeah she claims she is a cat i know i think she should see a psychiatrist nah she's young <laughs> no, i'm just kidding uh, you want to do some freaky favorites? Yeah, let's do it. Jesus Christ, why'd you slam on the button so hard like that? Uh, because they're, uh, they're honestly, there's a reason. It's They're touch sensitive. Uh, yeah, and if I just kind of push it, it's way too low. And then I try to jack up the Dude, you the smash that button. Yeah, I smash it. That's what I do. Oh, I'll push it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I crash it and I smash it. Uh, <laughs> freaky favorites. Your favorite kill honestly you really only have two choices mine's gonna be the troll swish zoom into the van and getting <laughs> smushed brutal wow we don't have the same i know favorite kill i wrote that once. down first and then I, I moved it i got rid of finally. it finally 
because I was like, it's going to be that. My favorite kill was the bad guy falling to his hella cheesy looking death. Oh, yeah. And the second segment. falling out of that building looked so bad. It was literally just like a black silhouette. And he's like turning. He's like, ah. Like it looked so terrible that I loved it But the end when he lands and it's that horn noise. Yeah, it's the horn noise. It's so fucking great. I love it so much. Uh, Dude, great choice. Great choice. I wrote, looked fake as fuck. But hey, it's 1985. Whatever. Uh, your favorite character? Obviously the General, cat. General the cat, of course. And your favorite quote? Uh, there are three. some good ones. Uh, yeah. Mine is, forget the cat, you hemorrhoid. Get the gun. I thought that was <laughs> the best like delivered line in the whole movie. It was hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. And that's from the first segment, if anyone's wondering. Uh, well, my favorite quote from the first... Actually. Oh, uh, no. I just have one. I have some from the first and that's third. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, from the first segment, it'll turn your life around, Dick. Mm-hmm. I guarantee it. That's what Jim Jones said when oh, he spiked the punch. That's my first one, and then I got rid of that, yeah. Uh, and then my other one is, um, I didn't realize that Polly had such a big pecker. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for me. Oh, cool. You yeah. good? That's perfect. Is this episode over? Dude, it was a long one. Doesn't it feel, this episode felt like it was Doesn't very long. Doesn't it feel long. like the world only ever seen? Hey, that's one of our songs. Is money and a television screen. screen. <laughs> hey, that's one of ours. That's what I think of when people say, doesn't it feel like. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening Yay. to episode 89. Woo, 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 woo. Uh, yes, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can find us on social media uh, on Instagram at Forsaken Cinema. Uh, you can email us, Forsaken Cinema Podcast at gmail.com, or you can go the easy route and just visit our website yes. where you can do everything. You can listen to every episode. You can find our T Public and order merch. You can read about the history of the show. You can contact uh, us contact right us there. Right from the site. Um, but at any rate, wherever you're doing this Wait, from, you should, what was the what's our website? You didn't tell them. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> say the website. ForsakenCinema.com. ForsakenCinema.com. Yeah, How easy is that? It's that easy. Yeah. It's that easy. It's so thing. easy. Um, but yeah, you should totally hit us up. Let us know what you think of the show. Um, suggest some movies. Suggest movies. Whatever you want to talk about. Hit me up. I love talking about horror. We love talking about horror. Um, and yeah, we'd love to talk to you. So yeah. wherever you're listening from or following us from, hit us up. Yep. Um, and we are also on every uh, podcast platform. Yep, wherever yep. you get your podcast, you can find us. And wherever you're listening, please rate, review, subscribe, share, follow, all that shit. We're done. We did it. We did it. We did it. Episode 89 in the bag. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.